Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the villa Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star Her Jake Jilly used the smoke to see shut We about to talk about bullshit pictures Lilo DiCaprio can play the villa Michael B. Jordan to date Mrs. Star Her Jake Jilly used the smoke to see shut We about to talk about bullshit pictures Welcome to the show Your favorite actor My favorite actor our favorite, favorite actor. Ah. These levels. All right, you know what that means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast where we... Huh? Is I for one, I, f- I, feel, I feel like... Um, I can hear everything, but I feel like I was out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit, <laughs> the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies. But easily get off subject and get talking about something else, but you can almost maybe might guarantee that we maybe might mention the individuals who make up the name of this here, John. You already know it is your boy, Leo Washbot, a.k.a. Thug Belina, a.k.a. <laughs> a.k.a. Uh, who else am I? Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, <sighs> Young Denzel, O'Shea Bratz in the third, a.k.a. Belly Rollin', uh, <sighs> Nate Wines. <laughs> <laughs> Who else am I? The Happy Time Naters. Uh, Crazy Rich Nates. Um, I really need to see what we said our percentages was for the Happy Time Naters. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know my, I know I lost. Because the vibe was very large. I was giving that movie too much credit for looking funny. <laughs> and Rolly Man. Oh, man. Spread it's, your Rolly Wings. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what the, dang it! That made me picture of a James Bond esque movie where the, the leads got rollies and the rollies can do all kind of stuff. You can hit a button and put some wings on it, deliver messages. <laughs> Spread that's gonna be my new motto in life. Spread your rolly wings. Uh, Joaquin Penny's wife, aka Pusha K, Kayanya Taylor Joy Van Zant. Look out for a new uh, show coming out. Kai Dollar Sign. Uh, the Fossil Man, Terry Hightower, Chorus Kojo, the Hibachi Chef, Neon Ember, the FPG, the Bar Technician, the Word Bender, Uncle Hami, Raymond Kane, and of course, it feels like it's been much longer than just a week, but mm-hmm. sweet lady, Whoa, would you be my sweet lover? A lifetime I'll be there When you need me Just call and Receive me Like a text message (sighs) Boy oh boy Alright before uh, We get distracted by getting into something else You seen any movies since the last episode? I think this is probably the most I've seen or watched this. I'll say season two of the podcast. <laughs> uh, I've seen Teen Titans go to the movies. All right. Watched Above the Rim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Watch Thirteen Going on Thirty. That's I mean that's expected. So Adrift. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all picking some random movies. The After Party. Yeah, I went on a movie marathon. All the boys I loved. Okay. And half of the kissing booth. 
And <laughs> the reason why I'm saying I watched it now is because I'm not going back to watch the rest of this. I just watched that movie ironically this week too. I so we're gonna talk about I that. I fell movie. asleep and was like, "I'm good." Yeah, I don't want to see because that first half or a little over half I watched <laughs> that ain't for me, and it shouldn't be for anyone. That that is not my type of movie. Oh, we are gonna talk about that movie because <laughs> that one maybe, and we're gonna talk about that actress. Yeah. It's over. You made the end. Didn't we put her on watch? Yeah, she was on watch because we didn't see Slender Man yet. Yeah, we don't need to see Slender Man. We saw. <laughs> oh, that. I saw Slender Man. Oh, so <laughs> so it sounded like you really on there. You <laughs> suck. <laughs> and that movie was weird because it it was unc- like they were in high school, and obviously she's probably a t- an adult in real life. Yeah, I think she's nineteen now, eighteen or nineteen. I saw. But why? Why would we see a high a high school in like bikinis and stuff? Oh, that's what I was telling Brianna that. No, we're gonna get to it because yeah. that I, that might be the movie I took the most notes on in a while, yeah. and I was sitting at work watching this movie, <laughs> so this was very disturbing. But what did you think about Teen Titans? Yeah, uh, I thought like you were saying, uh, and it was it was how I expected, but it was real funny. The uh, the Titans' in initial interactions and just interactions, period, with the Justice League was, <laughs> was real funny based off how childish they are. Uh, the them, uh, fake trailers for them Batman spinoff movies. <laughs> that was funny. Utility belt. And then, yeah. <laughs> I was, when they said the car. <laughs> and then, then I was done. Probably one of the funniest parts in the movies when they did that Lion King scene. <laughs> when he was having a dream. <laughs> Batman Batman was showcasing Robin and all the superheroes like they did uh, Simba. And they booed him. <laughs> when they, they was like, that's not a hero. That's a sidekick. And Batman dropped. That was funny. Uh, Yeah, this is one of the movies that's legit funny for the kids. Mm -hmm. But then probably I'll say majority of the joke is for like like older people who would even get some of that stuff because they had a lot of like DC characters that people wouldn't kids surely wouldn't know. Like they had Plastic Man in there. (laughs) He had a funny scene. (laughs) I like that. I like their uh, their riff on the Martha. Oh yeah, that was funny scene, which is really one of the most infamous scenes in movies. Yep, history. It's crazy. It's crazy. When I first saw that, I was so tired because, of course, that was when I was watching movies at one o'clock in the morning after mm-hmm. after the movies closed. And when it happened, I just giggled to myself. I can't believe it. I just thought that was why is this headphones going up? Yeah, that was wild. But yeah, I like that movie. That's something I'd watch again at any point. Yeah, that's. I was when I was doing my list, I was like. I feel like it deserves to be higher, but it's still not like, of course, like a perfect movie or anything. But yeah, I could definitely yeah. see me like buying that over movies right. that I liked more. I was gonna say there ain't nothing really you can fault about it. Like it ain't nothing like ah, I ain't like that because yeah. in the Teen Titans Go world they created literally anything goes. So <laughs> nothing can possibly be, you can't be like ah oh, that person wouldn't even save them in the comics. Like nope, this is <laughs> this is anything. Right. So then watched Above the Rim. That was I think that was my first time seeing the whole thing. The opening scene is arguably one of the craziest, dumbest things I've ever seen in my life <laughs> in a movie. They was playing one on one. I think I don't know if it was his the dude's brother or his boy or whatever, but uh he backed him the dude backed him down scored, but then they like threw some money down to bet who could touch highest on the backboard. First dude went, he touched real high on the backboard. 
And when you touch on the backboard, you typically like jump from under the backboard and touch it to show your hops. This dude ran, jumped, smacked the backboard, backboard broke, hand went through the backboard. Not only that, oh yeah, I forgot to mention they happened to be playing basketball in a bandit building. Went through the glass off the top floor and died. <laughs> playing. <Wait. laughs> Hold on, so hit the backboard. Yes, his hand went through the black backboard. <laughs> he fell off and he I'm fell out the building. So you his, know what? That's worth pulling up. So when his hand went through the backboard, his whole yes. body went through the backboard then? Well, he jumped high enough for his hand to touch the backboard. Okay. And his backboard or his hand went through the backboard. Okay. And he went out the window. <laughs> why was the, why was the hoop so close to a window? So they could have a reason for him to die in the movie while playing basketball. <laughs> Who was it above the rim again? Uh Dwayne Martin. Okay, yeah. There we Marlon go. Waynes. Yeah, now nah, okay. Tupac. Which Tupac the fact then oh, Tupac then Tupac the room. then Tupac died at twenty four. Yeah, he died very young. So when this came out, he was younger than that. Yeah. This dude looked older than everyone. He was because he wasn't playing a high school student. <laughs> yeah, he was playing somebody after high school. And of course, he had the band ball head bandana, just like real Tupac and not not a character. Wait, who do- Wait, which, was it one of their friends? Because I've seen a lot of Above the Rim, but I don't know if I've ever. It seen It was this, this movie somehow. It's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> it. I don't even know what his name is to even explain it. Because I know it wasn't Marlon. I know it wasn't Tupac. I know it wasn't It was that one. actor, Leon. But you have to watch all them black movies to know who that is. <laughs> Leon. Listeners. But it was his dude is who died at the very beginning. But he wasn't a high schooler or nothing. So he had nothing to do with the majority of the storyline. Hmm. And Tupac, of course, was very, uh, like... A crazy villain, like unnecessarily bad. Of course, when he he bet on a basketball game, when the basketball team lost, he told his boy shoot the dude. That yeah, yeah, I remember that scene. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> why does murder? Why does a loss in basketball game mean? And one, it was broad daylight, a full crowd. When that dude, yeah, it don't matter. Sh- shoot him. Dang, if I if murder was the solution to losing basketball games, I'd have many bodies oh, under yeah. my belt. <laughs> I'll be serving life. <laughs> Above the room opening scene. While well, I pull this up, I'll say the other movies I seen. Who just put above the room? Tupac. Is this even the scene? Y'all gonna get me this scene? New Line Cinema, of course. They had all the black movies back uh-huh. then. All right, here we go. Show your hops, boy. Here we go. You got this. <laughs> Yang. <laughs> that looked so stupid. Uh, that back. That, they don't even show him actually go through the glass. That, that's it so, looks like he jumped off the top of the building. Your hops ain't that extreme. You ain't Zion Williamson. Yeah, Zion would have flew. He would have landed on the other building yeah. next to it. He can literally do in those in superhero movies where they jump from one building uh-huh. to the other. He do that with ease. Let me see if I can find this other scene while I'm at it, while I'm looking up scenes. Cuba. <laughs> I can't remember what the movie's called. Gooding Jr. punched 
out the ring. Because <laughs> I got to find this boxing movie where my man Cuba Gooding Jr. gets punched. Oh, it's called Gladiator. He gets punched and flies out the ring. Is it this scene? I don't like that Cuba's playing a, a boxer. Oh, yeah, I think it is this scene. Know how I didn't know that man had superhuman strength. This is the most cartoonish. <laughs> the editing is crazy. <laughs> oh, you want to talk to me crazy? Uh-huh. All right. All right I got, got you. to catch one of these. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was clearly a dummy. <laughs> that looks like a rag Both doll. his arms on the side of his body. And all he did was, I don't even, he just used his fist and uppercutted him somehow. But it was like an uppercut swing. <laughs> that is classic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, That's classic. Them was two classic uh, movie scenes. I know that movie wasn't successful then. Uh, off that scene alone. Uh, so then I finally, after all kind of talk of watching 13 Going on 30 with Milkshakes, you would assume I've watched it with her before, which I don't think. I believe this was the actual first time. <laughs> so you probably got all that good commentary. This is another movie where, like, the it's nuts. Like, this is a magic movie. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody tell me this ain't all mythical. If you think Harry Potter is crazy or something, this is crazy, too. It's in the same world as Harry but, Potter. Yeah, this is, this is basically a wizard movie. This is in the wizarding world. It probably is in Harry Potter's universe. Uh, it's a spinoff movie. Uh, Harry Potter presents 13 going on 30. There was uh, a few people from the MCU in this movie. Mark Ruffalo. Uh, mm-hmm. One actress who plays... Uh, Ant Man's ex wife, yep. uh, Judy Greer. A- yeah, Judy Greer and Andy Serkis, mm-hmm. who looked wild. Yeah, that's, <laughs> this was before I like every time they would say Andy Serkis is doing all. I was like, the guy from Thirteen Going on Thirty. That crazy looking <laughs> dude. He doesn't even look like that now. Yeah, he looks more like sane. He lost, yeah, like he lost weight or something. <laughs> Does it look goofy? Like he looked in Thirteen yeah. Going on Thirty. Uh, it was weird seeing young Mark Ruffalo. From uh, obviously seeing him more often than as the Hawk and Odor. Uh, probably just the craziest scene is the infamous uh, thriller dance scene. When everybody just so happened to know That's how to my do favorite. the thriller dance. Everybody know the choreography. You were born knowing yeah. thriller choreography. <laughs> uh, what's her name? Uh, dang, I'm slip- everybody's name slipping my head. Electra. Jennifer Garner. Yeah, Jennifer Garner. She actually did uh, put on a pretty good performance. That's easily her best role in the movie. Yeah, that's and I don't know if she should be proud of that either. Thirty going on thirty, good movie. And I ain't seen it in years. Though. And the uh, the girl that plays the little girl version of her, they kind of really do look similar. So I'm impressed. Unlike uh, the movie we was talking about earlier, <laughs> uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Kissing Booth. The little girl that played yeah. this little girl looked nothing, yeah. ab- absolutely nothing like her. So yeah, then we've seen her at a young age. That is crazy. She's That's bananas. <laughs> I'd have used old footage before I casted this little girl. That. Like she has like a this one has a she has a distinct feature, and they didn't even try to capture that distinct feature nah. in her face, and it was bothering me. Uh, then watch your drift. Now this is a movie I also fell asleep in. I mean, that's expected, and I'm for movie. sure not. Like, it's not worth me trying to find the spot I fell asleep at. Did you see the twist in the movie, though? The what? The twist. What was the twist? That her boyfriend was never alive the whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, kn- I believe I knew that at the beginning. Okay. Uh, 
unless milkshake said unless she spoiled it for me and said it probably because I, I but either way the way she said it i would have i thought that already because i was like he ain't there right she's like I mean, nah he ain't it would make sense because his the injury he had and sustained there's no way he could yeah, have really survive she was dead and she was acting very wild uh <laughs> the way she <laughs> like when she uh fed him peanut butter I'm like you that's crazy that i didn't like that scene at all one did i even like the movie at all really was See, it a good was it a well-made movie i guess i just like her acting in the movie I think yeah was it a good was it good performances from them yeah yeah. Is it a movie I will ever watch again? <laughs> if Maybe. somebody else is watching it, and I gotta be there, but I ain't putting this in on my own. Uh, it was kind of long. It felt like it was a long movie because uh, yeah, it was a one-man show on the boat of or on a boat in water, yeah. and it's a, obviously a true story. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't have wrote the story like that. <laughs> I wouldn't have wrote my life story like that. That girl crazy for ever going back on a boat. Yeah, she really is. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't her daughter or something die? Oh, if that's true, then she's really crazy. I got to look that up. I'd have spent all that time on that little tiny boat and would never, ever step foot in their water. Yeah, that lady's nuts. You got me messed up. I ain't ain't, ain't me. I guess I ain't a big fan of what's his name. Uh, What is this dude's name? Sam Claflin? Yeah. I don't know if I'm a big fan of him because when I look at him, I just keep picturing all his previous characters. <laughs> Man, yeah, he ain't he ain't nobody to be running home to yeah. run to the movies to go see. Like you gonna see that new Sam? You never hear. Yeah, you seen that new Sam Claflin or Claflin movie? I was just about to say, has his name ever been above a movie? But then I look at this <laughs> the drift poster, barely. Yeah, and then I read. Oh yeah, what is it? I read. Uh, there's this website that it's like parents guide or something rating where parents go see certain movies and then they say why it's uh, viewable for your child or why it's rated R. I forget what they said why this movie could be rated R, but the the wording they used was so crazy. With the nudity she had in the movie? Yeah, but the way they described it, they didn't just say nudity. They said like details of, of her body or something wild. <laughs> Just say nudity. Because it was PG-13 for brief. That's what I couldn't understand. That's like when I... Granted, the the main nudity part was brief, but the overall of her in the movie uh, was not brief. Oh, yeah. When, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. It was probably so like lackluster for everything else. Yeah, they was like that's nothing. But then I was thinking about like when a kid go to see that. Yeah, they still could have made that PG- or rated R. I would have been shocked. What is this lady's name? Tammy something, I think. <sighs> I'm just trying to find. You know, I'm just going to say something happened. Somebody died. <laughs> what is the lady's name? Is it Tammy? I feel like it might be Tammy. I think this is it. Somebody died, and I ain't going to stop until I find out who in her life passed. <laughs> I'll do that later. And then, oh, that watch the after party. Uh, first off, I didn't like the white co-star. After party. Who the after party? That's the world star movie with Kyle. Oh, that uh, came on Netflix already? Uh-huh. Okay. I had to search for it. I was to say, I have not seen that on the whole Netflix page. Netflix usually plastered all they stuff up. Big not posters. Your, not your black world star movie. Nah, fam, we ain't doing that. Uh, That's racist. 
Kyle's acting wasn't bad. It fit with this type of movie. Now, if he was in a regular movie, I can see that that not being a great performance. But it was he was pretty funny. The white actor was super annoying. Don't know what his name is. Don't care to look it up. But him as a, I know the character was supposed to be annoying, but he came off annoying because I was like, what if somebody else was playing him? Would they be like this? <laughs> um, what else did I notice about the movie? If I'm not mistaken, this is designer's third movie this year oh my gosh did he, he, he star in this now he didn't star in it but he had a part in it where he was speaking a lot more than he some got other three movies. speaking roles in he movies was in, what oceans eight yep um i just saw it recently too and i was bamboozled that he was in it dang what was that movie hmm. whatever that other movie was I could easily try to. <laughs> and then, I know it had to be a whack. And then now, uh, the after party. Wiz Khalifa, Tiana Taylor was in this, but not as much as they tried to make it seem. Uh, let me see where he was in. Filmi- the fact that I typed in designer's filmography seems <laughs> very crazy. Yeah, you shouldn't have that. Oh, he was in The Purge. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, the first. Then didn't he do another movie like last year or something? Anyway, either way, designer being movies. That's too much. <laughs> and yeah, he was in this. Uh, I started getting sleepy after a while. Uh, but it, like it was entertaining. Like I just was watching to see what happened. When I tell you, there was probably about three rap scenes in this in a in a regular lengthy movie. And they were all Kyle bars. Yeah, but they were such short parts, and this was a bout of an aspire, uh, aspiring rapper. It's for it to only have three rap scenes. Uh, and it was more, I think it was about two and two, like two white people, two black people, and that's not what I would expect from a world star movie. Yeah, that's too uh, much. Because it was variety. the white guy and Kyle, and Kyle ain't even full black, I don't think. Uh, Tiana Taylor, happened. and then the white girl that he liked. And those were the or stars. Like the white girl. Uh-huh. Those were the stars of the movie. There were some funny, some funny scenes in, and then there were some that was like, "And this is what I expect from a movie like this." But all in all, it wasn't awful. Uh, then watched. Uh, what did I say? Oh, all the boys I loved. Was that good? Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I'm not that. I'm not that demographic. Of that age group But yeah that, that was a good movie uh, Of course I immediately Started reading about The books that It's based on And how In this They Started taking pieces From book number two And put it in there <laughs> Which From what it sounds Is like they're gonna do All three of them But they just took An integral part From book two And put it into this one yeah, So be- that means If they do two They're either gonna take a part From three Or <laughs> Make something up Yeah Make something up but yeah, this was well acted. I didn't realize that the main actress was this is the same girl that played Jubilee in X Men Apocalypse. Okay. So this is a nice mm. bounce back film for mm. her. <laughs> mm. uh, who else? Uh, John Corbett, who played the dad, did a good job. I didn't feel like asking a bunch of questions of why their dad was white because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I already asked and I already spent. You know wow. the reason they had to get somebody <laughs> to d- offset the foreigns. <laughs> I already uh, spent too much of the movie not being able to tell the difference between these two white guys she had a crush on. Mm. I kept saying, 
Which one is this? Right. They look when you do when it's gonna be mo- more than one white guy that's love interest. You got to make them look completely yeah. different. Both different of them, hair color. Yeah, both of them can't be tall with the same hair color because it's over for me knowing who's which you is which. Make one blonde, one like dark hair, one short, one tall. And I ain't gonna lie. Ultimately, I really don't know. Like from the beginning part when you learn about these people, I don't remember who is the one that she like falls in love with. So, so I ba- I really can't give you no spoilers because I, I wouldn't be able to tell you which one it is. Like I know ultimately like who it turns out to be, but I don't know from the beginning attributes. And then I was reading in the book they spend more time with because it's about four or five boys that she had wrote the letters to, which like the base of the movie is she writes these letters to these boys she likes and has the address and stuff, but she doesn't send them out. But then they somehow get sent out. Of course. And in the book, it's a, like more of a mystery. Like, who sent these out in the movie? They just tell you. <laughs> uh, I don't like that. I guess, they, I guess it would have took long. And then in the book, like they spend more time with all the boys. But in this one, they focus on like two. Um, and then a third one for a little bit. They decided not to spend too much time with the black boy. Of course. They made that very quick. Like, we don't, want, mean, you, we don't want you around black. I mean, it was funny how they did it, but. Yeah, I kind of like how they did it, but it showed that we can't spend time time on this person because they immediately did something to take him out the running. Kill him. <laughs> that would have been very crazy for her. I think this movie PG. Now, this can't be PG because... Do Netflix movies have ratings? I don't think they have ratings, but if I was to guess what... Because uh-huh. the, the after party, it I, it would have seemed PG-13 up until some nudity came in it. <laughs> like, I was okay. like, this is odd. This, the pacing of the Netflix stuff is crazy. Because yeah, out of nowhere, this was like the F word. They could yeah. not cuss the hoes. Because in this, it it seemed... Well, I guess it still is a family movie, but it mostly is... Uh, a family movie until like something random at the end. I, I wouldn't expect to be in like a PG movie, but yeah, that was. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, then kissing booth. Sorry, so, I don't know. I'll let you get. No, let's just get down to let's get this whack movie yeah. out the way with. <laughs> this movie was trash. <laughs> and the person we're talking about, her name is Joey, Joey King. Yeah. I knew it was gonna be trash. Didn't want to watch it. Main reason we put it on is because we was watching American Horror Story. Which which is was getting good on the season I'm on, but I kept falling asleep for some reason. Right, but then, <laughs> we don't mind but then when she too. would when she would pause or like All right, I'm gonna take it off of this because you falling asleep on it, I'll be wide awake. Like I'm ready, let's go. Turned it on again. I'm like it must be something. It must be the comforting like the reason why I like falling asleep to like Family Guy or American Dad or Boondocks because oh, you, yeah. you know in the background. Something you enjoy is on. I don't know. Something about that. But I fall asleep. I'm like, all right, let's put something else on. He was like, what do you want to watch? I was like, I don't really care. I know I'm going to go to sleep. I'm like, all right, turn this on. I'm like, you going to put a kissing booth on? Even in my sleep, I ain't want that on. I'd rather have been something. I'm like, let's think of something else, like a show or something. And we put kissing booth on. I'm like, it's good. Cause I know I'm going to sleep. Wide awake. Watching Why? off, just off rip. Whack. This is whack. Don't like this. Don't like the concept. Don't like what's happening. Don't like what I'm seeing. Don't really like these actors. I need, uh, after all these movies I watch, I need to see some movies with them big time actors. I need to see, I need to see Leo, Jay, Brad Pitt. I need to see all them guys in a movie because I ain't in a movie for none of these. That's too many teenage movies I watch first and foremost. Too many young people. See, at least you didn't want to watch a movie. I went out of my way like... 
Let me watch. Let me watch the Kissing Booth finally. Let me get this movie over with. See if it's any goodness to it. Because I've been hearing good things about it. I've been hearing and that it's came good. Out, and that came out this year. Mm-hmm. It got the vibe of <laughs> about five years ago. Nah, that's a fresh 2018. This got the movie. vibe of that movie with uh, Hayden Panettiere and Paul Rust. I don't remember what that was called. That was before Paul Rust was uh, famous. That was when Paul Rust was like, who is this weird-looking yeah. fella starring in this movie? That is pretty crazy to cast a writer opposite of. Yeah, and he is a very odd-looking person. No offense. But, yeah. but yeah, like, when it within the first five minutes of this movie, I began to feel to myself like you did, like... <laughs> I ain't gonna like the humor in this. Yeah, this ain't for me. I don't know who. Well, I guess I'm not a young girl or nothing anymore. It just <laughs> anymore. <laughs> and we all know how I like my. I got my guilty pleasure. Got my pretty little liars. Uh, this ain't like that. Those. Oh, like, and I think uh, milkshakes told me somebody from Pretty Little Liars was in to all the boys I loved. I <laughs> wouldn't have none. <laughs> I'll probably know what I watched. Like, okay, there she go. But she also told me she was 29. Oh, and speaking of somebody too old to be playing in high school. Well, she wasn't playing in high school. She was fresh out of high school. But the King Batch was mm-hmm. in this playing a high schooler. Yeah, what's wrong? Now, <laughs> in the movies from a couple years ago, whatever he did playing in high school, that's one thing. In this one, where the girl playing in high school legit looked high school age, he looked yeah. crazy next to her. In one year, I've seen him. I think actually in the same year. Nope, in two different. Okay, one year I seen him playing the babysitter. I assume he was in high school, and in uh, when we first met, business casual man, like a, the uh, <laughs> uh, upper scale boss, Adam Devine's best friend. Yeah. So I know he wasn't in high school. <laughs> so he can play all ages. Cause uh, the girl that played the lead in that movie, she was like twenty or something when they filmed it. Um. Oh, oh they yeah. don't do uh. Rotten Tomatoes don't watch Netflix movies. Yeah, I don't think they don't yet, which is weird. That's very weird because some of the other stuff they do, they be doing like commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, they got some. They got eight reviews on here. Eight bad reviews, probably. Awful reviews. I think the audience out. like it, but the critics hate it. The and audience like, shouldn't like this. This movie's trash. This is not like not even fun. Like there was a quote where her best friend. The audience score on this got sixty six percent. That's out of a lot of uh, ratings. That's pushing it. There. That's still a little better than what I think it is. What was her best friend's name in the movie? Lee. Something like that. He had a quote, and I had to write it down. He was like, "If he can't see how complete baller you are, then he's not the guy for you." Yeah, and I put baller. <laughs> Oh, who wrote this movie? I seen that. Well, I got I got focused to think of what this line was. It was something so cringy. This movie was full of cringeworthy stuff. Oh, what did she say? Why didn't I write that down? I don't think I was too tired to write notes. What did she say? It was something crazy. It was something that people of that color wouldn't say, but they had to say in this movie. It was painful, but they were saying all kind. They called the popular girls the OMGs. Yeah, I was like, they, you gotta and, be kidding And the me. reason they called them that is because the writers forced their names to all start with O, M, and G. Nah, fam, I don't like that. I know one of, the, I think the one girl said it's all Gucci or something like that. To mm-hmm. I and didn't that, like that. That reminds me of eighth grade. That's how she signed off her movies. <laughs> Gucci. Hey, at least that's, that's real, funny. I would say that's a real written movie, and that's what's have be happening in real life. This stuff didn't yeah. feel like real life. This felt forced. And on to her derobing of her clothes throughout the whole movie. That's weird. That was very uncomfortable. I was really super because it was so forced. 
she gets drunk at a party and decides, I must just randomly take my clothes off. And then like, she's about huh? to skidding it, but cut to about five, ten minutes before that when she got raped, basically, or sexually assaulted. Oh, yeah, when when he's walking in school, dude just grabs some cheeks. That <laughs> was also forced, too. I had I ripped my pants. All my pants are in the cleaners. I only have my ninth grade skirt I can wear, that, which is very small. That's unbelievably forced. Her dad let her go out. Like an idiot. <laughs> Way to signal, ooh, the girl grew up over the summer. Let's put her in some super tiny skirt so the guys can, oh, And if that, does, if that doesn't tell you uh, that she grew up over the summer, her saying 11th grade body in a ninth grade skirt. <laughs> but how'd they let him get away with a... Just groping her. And then uh, and she the, went out on a date or tried to go out on a date with him. Yeah, she said his apology was nice. Because he walked around in a skirt and a girl's outfit or whatever. That, and then <laughs> the teachers let him get away. They was like, oh, we're going to discipline him. Yeah. Like, all right, suspend, uh, expel him. And then that very same scene, that one guy made the quote was, you, uh, you were asking for it with that skirt you had on. That's crazy. And then, and then, they, they, tried to, <laughs> then they tried to cover it up. Like, I, wait, I, I knew in my head. I knew it. Or I didn't realize how sexist it sounded in my head. Like, bro, whoever wrote this movie is wild. You can't cover it up by then try to realize you that it, it was purposely said. asking set. for it. But she really walked out the house with that skirt on and thought it was okay. That is God, stupid. She, Why, that wouldn't even happen. She was getting treated like crap. She would. She, like, she got when she went into the <laughs> locker room and like oh, yeah. I got paint on me. Let me take my shirt off. Do you know how embarrassed, <laughs> how uncomfortable that scene was? Like in this world, real uh-huh. world. Not in like, that, I was like, whoo. Like, That's crazy. And then to make matters worse, when she discovers that it's a boys' locker room and the dude was trying to do the right thing, yeah, he's like, trying to be a good me, guy. Let me get you out of here. She's like, no. They start strutting around. And what she I just looked over to milkshakes to see what she thought about the scene. She just went like, shook her head like, like if I was a feminist. I was like, what did she just do? <laughs> she was like, I don't know. If I was a feminist, I would have a super problem with this movie. Do you, do you, the, for, I'm I'm focused on her. If I was a dancer, with the wish the performance she put on in that locker room and that True. them whack moves. Yeah, you whack. I was like, oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. And I think she got a whole whole couple more of these movies down the line. I saw some more posters <laughs> with her in the cover. She just I gonna pray. she about to flood the street. I, I gotta pray pull up Joey King movies. I pray they're good. Cause when we was um when we was about to give it to her last week after the show, I remember that she was the girl in The Conjuring. Uh-huh. So I was like, I just got The Conjuring on her belt. Let me, well, maybe we shouldn't throw it in there. But then I seen two movies from her this past weekend, and then she's going to have to go in there because this movie, she's 19, meaning she was probably just 18 when they filmed this. Yeah, like I don't have a problem with her. She seems like she could be a, like, not a good actress, but a fun actress to watch in oh, movies. She takes this dude in real life. Oh, she does? Uh huh. Oh, it's, no wonder they had so much no chemistry in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they really didn't have any. <laughs> I don't think anybody had chemistry with the anybody. Was all around bad, especially from her I didn't friend. Even, and it doesn't help that I seen this after watching uh, to all the boys I love, which of course ain't like my number one movie, but I know for sure the, everyone acted well. I'll say it's the same age group they're playing. Yeah, the same clearly. age group, kind of the same type of story. And even Milkshake was like, we really shouldn't have watched that after seeing to all the boys, yeah. though, because you, you see break. one, everybody acted well in that one, and then this, this yeah. movie. Yeah, def- if it's bad just seeing it off of front, like, not watching no movie prior to it, it's a real bad yeah, after watching is. a good movie. And then, um, and what I also didn't understand was they had a problem getting people to do the kissing booth. And then when they tricked the OMG girls to do the kissing booth, 
Somehow everybody magically decided we'll do the kissing booth after she texted all of them and they said, nah, fam, why would we do that? They get them to do it. No scene in between. Everybody's doing it. It was so crazy. The dude that they wanted, that they would do the kissing booth if that one dude would do the kissing booth. Noah. Yeah. They turned around. She turned around. Saw Noah kissing somebody else, which would tell me he ain't about, like, he ain't with her or nothing. Mm -hmm. And then... They and the girls can see the OMG girls can see. I know they can see over there. And they say, uh, or she says, yeah, he's gonna do the kissing booth or whatever. And they was talking about how they're down to do it and stuff. Now, why would like he's taken? They Y'all still just want to kiss a smooch from him, yeah. a random smooch? They don't care, he know it. Hey, arms like Flynn. Uh, and then what else happened? That those three actresses. Just boy, when they gotta cast the cool girls, they just get any old girl. Yeah, they were probably in their thirties. <laughs> and then how quick they? These were just popular girls. They weren't even necessarily mean. Yeah, like they usually were, they, they do they mean girls. Like they would bully like the lead character who's the because they tried to make her very lame. But then she but then popular. over the movie she was super popular. <laughs> she got <laughs> she got. When I say she got popular, probably in about 15 minutes in the movie. They dedicated a whole section to her at the prom with their kissing booth. She wasn't lame (laughs) for nearly any. And even the stuff that made her lame, it made her just, she was more dumb than like a loser wearing that skirt. That's not uh, with a loser. That's a dumb person. (laughs) Yeah, you're Uh, ignorant. Getting butt naked or getting drunk off of this drink that supposedly tasted like green. Um, first time I didn't laugh in this movie. <laughs> I didn't laugh as soon as it started when I thought that nurse that was holding the bear. I thought that was Catherine Heigl. <laughs> Shoot if it perfectly in this movie. Uh, oh like the of course scene. they had to kill her mom off. Always. That's back to back high school movies with a dead mom. I didn't like the whole little uh, summation of her childhood. I didn't like oh, yeah, how they, that was done. They hit it with a little. Uh, too many montages. Yeah, and I didn't like that they constantly was dancing no dance dance revolution. That's what brought their friendship together. Yeah. Whatever the knockoff version of that game yeah. is. And then this scene really killed me. I think it was <laughs> after the kissing booth, if I'm not mistaken, and she's going home and you see her clearly slowly jogging in the rain. Not running. <laughs> slowly she was borderline power walking. And and she narrates as I run home, and she's just slowly power walking, or she's just jogging slowly. I'm just like <sighs> the narration to go along with what's actually happening is killing me. Your boy Noah has some serious anger management issues, <laughs> and we already talked about how L kept letting guys degrade and disrespect her. <laughs> she really <laughs> let people touch her. Them two slept. Uh, slept overnight at the Hollywood sign. No repercussions. It really. W- Not only that, she slept at that dude's house. Yeah, that was being nasty. Where's her parents? Her <laughs> parent. Yeah, yeah. Where he at? Now in Friends with Benefits, when JT and Mila Kunis was at the Hollywood sign, <laughs> they immediately had to get the chop out. Yeah. But not for these guys, and they did it twice. Um, when Lee almost finds out about knowing L. He comes up with the assumption that he hit her. What in the movie did they say would make it seem like Noah is the type to just put the paws on a girl? He might be a player, as they kept uh, saying about him, but nothing about him read woman beater. 
So <laughs> why would his brother think he's beating up his best friend and she's covering for him? And then when he finds out minutes later that they were actually together, that whole scene was all full. <laughs> he was no, or he kept doing some type of like running away from the situation type of thing. It was just awful. Joey King was just screaming. It was bad. Um, did you did you see the aftermath of that part, or did you even see that part? I I don't think I saw. I think at this point I said, you know what, sleep take over. It gets crazy after that. So then your boy Noah is such in shock after the fight with his brother and L that he stops attending school and it gets to the point where he's on verge of not graduating anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like. So you broke up with your girlfriend, so that causes you to not go to school anymore. That's crazy. This this is the same person who said got accepted into Harvard. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I hate. I ain't with this just accepting to Harvard, especially because they don't show like no sort of intelligence in this. Yeah, he didn't see like a person who was a genius. They definitely didn't give that off. And at the end of the movie, I, I did like how like. Um, when she took, she walked him to the, not walked him, but went with him to the airport as he went off to school and she told him, don't look back because even that's too cheesy for me. Like do one of those look back before you continue walking oh, type yeah. of things. And you could tell like she kind of wanted him to do it and let him know that they'll be together, but he stopped and then kept walking. So he didn't do it. And then like she's narrating saying that I, I know basically saying I know that we probably won't continue to be together like for like while he's in school or stuff, but just to know that. Um, we gave it a shot and all that is cool. But then it's uh, it's uh, reiterated in the movie how she didn't have her license. She had to have to drive with her friend. Then she does get her license shortly before the movie ends. And then what does she do to end the movie? Drive off on a motorcycle. <laughs> so you just get your regular license, but then you drive off on his motorcycle. That is crazy. The logic in that doesn't seem very hmm, real. Um, like we said, some cheesy dialogue. We already talked about Joey King and her bad acting skills and just bad movie selection. Yeah, the, we about to run down her movies. Did you see the blooper slash alternative joke scene? Nah, at the end? nah. I'm, I'm very glad. I cringe with just you even say, asking me if I seen it. This is the last movie I would want. What, any what was funny enough in this movie to make them laugh in real life? The fact that it wasn't just bloopers, I would say it was probably more alternative jokes. You know, like if you buy like Deadpool or something, you'll get yeah, a Judd Apatow movie. Yeah, you'll get the same scene but with different jokes said in the place of it as like some special features. They went ahead and put that at the end of the movie, and I definitely didn't like it. It wasn't funny at all. It was stupid and it was unneeded. Yeah, this movie was. I've seen some some iffy romance teen movies in my past, but I'm always dart torta when they come out but this is definitely right. one of the weaker ones i've seen yeah all right joey king's movies her first movie dr seuss horton here's a who nope wait is that the one with zach efron i have no clue uh 79 freshness big in box office she just did a voice second movie quarantine can't remember what that is i do and that was one of those uh, scary movies third movie Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs. We know how much you love Ice Age. So. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Fourth movie, her and Selena Gomez star and Ramona and Beezus. <laughs> Apparently she did good in that. Well reviewed. Next movie, Battle Los Angeles. Back to Ramona and Beezus. I read the whole plot outline of that movie. I'm very shocked that it's called Ramona and Beezus. Because <laughs> Selena Gomez's character didn't seem like she was a main <laughs> character in that movie. Yeah. Uh, Battle Los Angeles, Crazy Stupid Love. 
Battle Los Angeles is terrible. Crazy <laughs> Stupid Love is great. Yeah. We know why. Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling in the second movie in the Ryan third first movie in the Ryan uh, the Stone Gosling trilogy. <laughs> uh, the first movie in the Carell Stone trilogy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. like, uh, uh, Dark Knight Rises. Okay, that was uh, good. Her part was so small on that. Oz the Great and the Powerful. Oh yeah, she played little um uh, that's something else we need to discuss. So <laughs> a young Joey King grows up to be Yeah, that, <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk about the girl. <laughs> yeah, a little tiny Joey King <laughs> looks nothing like Marion Cotillard or whatever her name is. They're also completely They're not different the same nationalities. Race. <laughs> That's nuts. I ain't never thought about <laughs> Chris Nolan, my guy. You didn't try. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> like, I don't care, man. Y'all didn't even see, see that part. The only similarity is they have, like, obvious, like, big eyes. Other than <laughs> that. like, eyes is closed. <laughs> Other than that, this is a freaking moonlight situation. Like, yeah, the eyes are man. similar. Everything about them is different. <laughs> Uh, she did the eyes, the great and powerful movie called right. Family Weekend. I don't know who that what that is. White House Down. At this point, she ain't even really like a kid no more, so it's not as appealing. Uh, wish I was here. Uh, the Boxcar Children, The Sound and the Fury, Borealis, Stonewall, which got ten percent freshness. I ain't even naming these low freshness that she's getting. <laughs> Independence Day Resurgence. She was in that garbage. <laughs> Going in style. Okay, this is where she is. The, oh, yeah, this seen. right here, this little area right here from 2015 to now. <laughs> About to say, before that, she had some misses, but she had some, she was a part of some hits. Here's her run, Going in Style, or Independence Day was, no, we'll go, Stonewall, Independent. no, Wish Stonewall is the movie about the gay people, right? Uh, think, let me, let's wish you was here. That's the movie. Oh, that's Zach Bry. Yeah. I won't count that, even though I got low. Uh, so... Let me double check that this is that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so this- Where pride began. Come on, okay. That, that ain't even clever. He <laughs> got 10%. Critics are like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so you got Stonewall, bad. Independence Day Resurgent, bad. Going in style, bad. Wish Upon, horrible. Bad. And then, <laughs> then she bounced back. Wish Upon was 16% freshness. It should have been more. It should have been less. Oh, Kissing it was terrible. Booth. Slender Man. Now, Kissing Booth and Slender Man make Wish Upon seem like it's The Departed. <laughs> those movies. Slender Man. This little run she got, and then she's going to bang us over the head with Summer 03 is next. You know what? Let's let's get into Slender Man. <laughs> yeah, might as well. <sighs> Let me show you the poster for Summer 03 so you know that it's around the same vein. <laughs> I, was, I was reading about that. I was like... Maybe it's going to be better. Nah. <laughs> was that some festival? I, like, I don't care that they got that <laughs> festival stamp on it. That's the only reason why I was like, maybe it could be better. But now, really, every time I see her in movies, I'm a little, I'm a little worried that's going to be whack. But um, <sighs> Slender Man. We already talked about how this movie went from looking pretty decent to we were expecting to be pretty awful. Uh-huh. And this movie is hands down. <laughs> <laughs> definitely uh, it's, uh, it's definitely top three or five worst movies of the year so far yeah. If not the worst movie of the year <laughs> This movie was awful 
and when I tell you it was just boring, <laughs> I ain't never want a movie to end more in my life. I was, I was patiently waiting for that end credits to come up. It just took forever and ever. I'm like, oh my gosh! I didn't know I was watching one of the Godfather movies when it came to runtime. Let's just, let's just start out with. This movie starts. Um, no, I'm just like, cause you got you got, you got your group of young girls who are friends. Uh-huh. They walk in, in the hallway, have a conversation. The conversations are already trash, <laughs> and they approach some boys. I don't like that interaction. Um. And then they, you know, they decide to have a little girls' night at the crib. I hate when you got a group of young people <laughs> and they purposely summon a demon in a movie <laughs> just because they think it's it isn't real or it'll be fun. Yeah, they purposely go on the website, easily pull up the video that <laughs> makes you like possessed by Slenderman or whatever. It's just a link. Could the link? The link reminds me of one of the Ring videos. <laughs> like, and then I was watching some review, and throughout the movie, they referred to uh, the YouTube videos as online videos because clearly they couldn't get the YouTube <laughs> online clearance. videos or internet videos. It's one of those, but they definitely didn't say YouTube. <sighs> uh, either the lighting on the movie said was poor, or the director just went with like some dark saturation for the picture. It just didn't look good. Well, Joey King, who I thought was the star of the movie. She was a star of the, for the first half of the movie. Then somehow it magically switched to the other girl being the star of the movie, and it was a poor transition. I was like, I ain't never, I ain't never really seen a movie like that where it's halfway through the movie you think the star is somebody else, and then it just quickly switches to it's like literally in that scene she passed the baton to her to be the star of the movie, and then we rarely see the other girl anymore, and it didn't happen to be because of a death. It just happened to be the baton was switched. We're gonna follow this girl for a little bit. Uh, Joey King, she was trying to be all emotional and giving her all in this role. But I could have cared less because the acting was bad. The movie, that was sad. I wasn't watching anything good. They need to redo this. They blew it with Slender Man. So in, uh, like when, they, when the internet created Slender Man, he just had like long arms and stuff, right? I believe so. Just like you would see him off in the cut. Just like, yeah, like a little shadowy long figure. Towards the end of this movie, Slender Man is part spider. Part tree <laughs> and part octopus. I mean, it's literally a point where when he stands up with all his arms, I can't tell which one of those he is because he has at least eight to ten arms. He literally looks like a bunch of tree branches slash octopus legs, arms, and spider legs. I was like, what? And how he kills the girl at the end <laughs> literally turns into he just takes his tree branches, hugs her. Uh, this movie could have been good. I don't even care if I'm spoiling this movie. She yeah. goes, I'm skipping all the way to the end. The girl goes all the way. She wants to sacrifice herself because her sister's in the hospital, sick. And the only way basically to save her is if she sacrifices herself to Slenderman. She goes into the forest to sla- sacrifice herself. She sees Slenderman. What does she do? Run away from him. Scared. <laughs> like, what, you just went in there to give yourself to him. And then when you see him, you're like, ah. And start running. Of course, he takes tree branches. That's when he hugs her, and then she somehow becomes absorbed in the tree. Don't know what that. <laughs> uh, every time you hear Slender Man, you hear like cicada sounds. So I was like, "All right, I hate cicadas." So it matches perfectly for this movie. I hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was no really kills in this movie. That's this movie could if this was in the right hands, like 
uh, Bloomhouse, for example. They could have did well. We Why got- does it feel like Bloomhouse Tilt did this or something? Did they do this? Because you know Bloomhouse Tilt be making them movies. <laughs> Actually, I, I forget. No, they didn't do this movie because I remember reading about, I think it was like Sony or somebody whacked it. Oh, yeah. And they, yeah. Um, but after after we do this podcast, we got to watch the trailer so I can show you all the scenes that weren't in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> all the good scenes the scene where the black girl's about to poke her eye out in the class not in it the scene where the one of the guys jumps off the building not in it what they do lose the rights to their own scenes I have no clue it's like they watch the movie like alright all our good kills are almost kills let's just take those out and put no kills no kill tree branch grabs one of the girls dead black girl gets possessed by slender man you don't, you don't know what happens to her that's One girl crazy. just disappears. Other girl sucked in by tree. <laughs> There's no kills in this movie, and I was very disgusted. The <laughs> ending I already told you was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, the they took all the good stuff from the trailer, and and the trailer was whack at that. And they took <laughs> yeah. all that and made an even worse movie after cutting all that stuff. It was like the person in the editing room was like. <laughs> I got a, I got a joke for you. I got an idea. Let's, <laughs> let's ruin this. It's already bad. This is one of the most boring, scary movies of recent memory. <laughs> Jazz Sinclair, who we should have been. Oh yeah. We should have been alerted that this movie was gonna be whack. Same girl from When the Bow Breaks. Yeah, and we all know how When the Bow Breaks was. Yeah, so when you got Jazz Sinclair and Joey King pairing up, the only <laughs> That's a dynamic duo. <laughs> so the only saving grace was if you remember Oculus that came out a few years ago. I think like four years ago. It was a scary movie. That dealt with like mirrors and stuff. That wasn't bad. And that had the, the redhead girl from that movie. She was also in this. Uh, okay. But she was in this movie the least amount. So it was like the only girl with potential. Y'all eliminate her. <laughs> the girls with less potential. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't care if this movie makes a small amount of money, a big amount of money. If I I don't even care if somebody else picks up the rice of Slender Man. I don't ever want to see anything Slender Man related. And that is sad because this could have been very good. Yeah, but that's how bad this movie was. It did, it lost all interest in anything for the future, present. No, I don't ever. Y'all can take somebody that looks exactly like Slender Man, call him something else, but I don't ever want to see anything like, titled I know who that is. Trash. Just quick update. The real lady from Adrift, Tammy Oldham or whatever her name is, her daughter died of carbon monoxide. So that <laughs> her life is tragic. And then real quick, I wanted to read some of these uh, some of the reviewers for uh, the infamous kissing booth. Uh, <laughs> the infamous. <laughs> uh, this person just opened up with their, their their review was saying the kissing booth is not a good movie. That's I mean that's a fact. There's really no way else to explain it. Um, it deals with nasty uncomfortability with women too. Uh, this Roger Moore said uh, tone shifting cute. Teen rom-com that becomes less young teen suitable and more clumsy and ham-handed the longer it runs. Um, This person opened up with saying, I can confirm that this is not a good film. In fact, its themes are at times unsettling. Um, Everybody just pretty much saying the same thing, that it's bad. Uh, It don't make no sense how the tone of it. It is is very weird. Like you think it's supposed to be light, and then they keep showing all these love making scenes and her undressing, and I'm just like, it's it's also just not funny. Like pick a side. I don't like make me laugh. (laughs) Think of the jokes first. Y'all ain't even making jokes in it. They really weren't. They're like our our writing will be just naturally funny. Nah. (laughs) But let's move on to a good movie. At the movies, I saw 
Black Klansman. Mm-hmm. This is Spike Lee back doing good Spike. Not all the other Spike Lees that I don't like. This was a great acting movie. Um, John David Washington, or David John, whatever his name is, Denzel son. He was great Denzel, acting. Yes, you call him. Nah, I never called him that. Um, Adam Driver was great. The racist, one of the racist people from the clan, the mo, the one that you spend a lot of time with, like one of the little, the little henchman type of guys. He was really good in the movie. So the acting was great. Of course, you can't have a racist movie without them saying Martha Luther Coon. You <laughs> <laughs> always got to always got turn his name into something racist to get the jokes off. <laughs> Corey Hawkins made a special appearance in here as okay. a popular Black Panther speaker. So at first, when he walked on the stage, I'm like, y'all did not just get Corey Hawkins to play this super pro Black Black Panther leader. <laughs> then by the end of the scene, he sold me. I was like, all right, just like he did with uh, Straight Outta Compton. I thought you was going to say he was playing like Martin Luther King or somebody. Oh, heavens no. I would have been like, Corey I'd've... Hawkins don't need these roles. <laughs> he can't play Dr. Dre and Martin Luther King. He played Dr. Dre. <laughs> um... Let's see. The whole thing that annoyed me, though, is like they literally, he would talk to him on the phone, the, the, the clan on the phone, meet them in person as Adam Driver. Their voices were nowhere near the same. They had a scene talking about their voices not being the same. They practiced it for a hot second, didn't care anymore, and just proceeded to talk like each other, <laughs> their normal selves talk. But they would only like make a slight reference like, your voice sounds a little different. And he was like, oh, I'm cold, or I got a code or something, and then they would keep it pushing. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, what else? Like in there's a scene where the actual Ron Stallworth, John David Washington's character, actually goes and meets the people that he's been talking on the phone with, and then they just be like, "Do I know you from somewhere?" <laughs> like, yeah, you've been talking to me on the phone, but I feel like if I only met somebody through the phone, I saw him in person, I would naturally just be like, "Your voice is very familiar." Uh-huh, especially talking to him a lot. Um. I was expecting a more like climactic ending with the clan, but the st- what they did show seems more realistic for this being based off a r- true story. So I ain't mad at it. And you know, of course, it ends off with some serious like racial racial tension going on in the world. So it was a great acting movie. It was an entertaining movie. So I thought it was um, a good movie for, or one of the better movies from Spike Lee that we've seen of recent. What else have I seen? All right, moving on to another movie at the movies. I seen Christopher Robin. Okay. Now I was like, I really didn't expect anything from this movie because I wasn't familiar with Winnie the Pooh as a child because I was too busy watching Barney. <laughs> but I am very shocked that there hasn't been a Barney movie. Uh, please don't, because then I'll be I'll be waiting in line for tickets, and I don't want that uh, that part of me to be exposed. Yeah, why ain't they got no Barney movie like Barney's Big Adventure or something crazy? <laughs> At least for Netflix or something. I'm surprised they ain't brought it back for Netflix if it's not already on there. But um, so yeah, I did. I wasn't too sure to what to expect. <laughs> this movie was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is hilarious. I was I like, say he seemed funny from the trailer. I was like, oh, so the key ingredients for movie is funny bear. Yeah, funny bear who's pretty naive or stupid. <laughs> put him in real life situations, and you got a hilarious movie. I mean, he's no Paddington. Paddington's classic. Paddington's still one of the top movies of the year. But Winnie the Pooh was pretty funny. Um. What is it? No, oh, that's just a just a random note. Uh, Ewan McGregor, is that his name? Yeah, who plays the dad and or Christopher Robin in the movie? He was one of like the most boringest, worst dads, not acting wise, but just his character. Like I wouldn't want you as a dad. <laughs> you pretty you pretty just bland. You vanilla ice cream. Um, 
Eeyore was funny because of his depression. This movie is literally based, or Winnie the Pooh and the character, they're really based on. Uh-huh, different uh, <laughs> yeah. mental and traits. <laughs> yeah, and- so it's pretty sad when you think about it. Uh, <laughs> the movie got kind of somber and dark at moments, which I wasn't expecting, especially when they got to Hundred Acre Woods as Christ- when Christopher Robin was an adult. Um, this movie like it looked like a serious drama filled period piece that you would see in these serious type of movies, but it wasn't that at all. Haley Atwell was grossly underused in this movie, and it made me so mad. <laughs> like she's too good to just play the generic unhappy wife to the main character husband who doesn't understand why he's acting all weird. She thinks it's just because he's being a bad dad and husband, but nah, it's because he got these little weird creatures that he can't tell you about till they find out at the end of the movie. And they were just like, eh, okay, that's not normal, or that's that's normal. This is uh, one of those lighthearted family nature movies that that translated well when it came to the type of humor. It wasn't too corny and it wasn't too uh, it wasn't adult oriented at all, but it was just just genuinely just funny. Um, and yeah, Tigger was funny. Him and his ADD, he started fighting himself when he saw himself in the mirror because through the whole <laughs> movie he was saying uh, he's the only Tigger. And then when he saw his reflection in the mirror, he thought it was a different Tigger. So, <laughs> and he's still one of the one of those characters that I think looks the worst. They could have definitely still did better when it came to creating Tigger. But other than that, that was uh, one of the surprise movies of the year for me. Keep it pushing. I watched The Meg. Jason Statham. I was expecting like a funny, fun, (laughs) dumb action movie with Jason Statham doing Jason Statham type of things. Jason Statham did his Jason Statham type of things, but I didn't get that fun, fun, dumb action movie I was expecting. And... This was the first regular 3D movie I've seen of 2018. (laughs) I haven't just sat in a 3D movie (laughs) in a while. It felt weird. Um, And, and like, the movie dealt with, like, they had to, they thought this part of the ocean was just a floor, or they weren't sure if it was just a floor or, like, a cloud or whatever. So they went to that part of the ocean, realized that it wasn't the ocean floor. It was something underneath it. So then that's basically how you let loose, like, the Meg and stuff. But how the fact that no one realized that that wasn't just the floor, it was actually something underneath there, isn't, I'm not buying it. They told Jason Statham to swim toward a shark that they knew was super dangerous, literally just swim by himself, <laughs> and shoot a tracker at it. Yeah, that seems logical. <laughs> um, the Meg almost bit through their entire underwater office, but they still thought it was safe to put someone in a shark protective cage underwater and lure the giant shark to them so it could study it or put something in it or whatever. Obviously, that didn't turn out well. Um, the funny black guy in the movie wasn't funny. <laughs> too many of, spoiler alert, too many of the main cast members survived. <laughs> the kills were trash, and I was just what, reading from the director saying they had to edit the, edit the movie down to make the scenes less violent to make this movie PG-13. I was like, y'all must have did some serious editing because I couldn't even see exactly how these movies will, these scenes will look cool or violent. <laughs> that is crazy. Um, the funnest part of the movie was watching Jason Statham do his typical type of ridiculous type of stuff. Ruby Rose, who I don't have a problem with, but her neck looked extremely skinny in this movie, and it was disturbing me. Mm-hmm. I saw some recent pictures of her. Like, you need to put some meat on your bones, because this is out of control. So, because she better be playing a superhero. Yeah, she better definitely bulk up for that role. People already hate it. Man, when fanboys get upset or something, they really be attacking them until they be deleting their Twitter. <laughs> <and Instagram. laughs> they they got to realize these are a bunch of nerds <laughs> who live at home with their parents and probably play Fortnite all night. And read comic books all day. Like, don't <laughs> really pay the attention. Wildest stuff. I don't know who got it worse, Ruby Rose or that black girl that's playing Starfire in the Teen Titans uh, DC t- uh, 
streaming service show. Don't forget about uh the what's it called? The Asian girl from Star Wars. Oh yeah, she got it bad too. <laughs> She's still getting it. That movie came out in December of last year. Hers ain't even based off of nothing. Yeah, it was like, I just don't like you. <laughs> Least them was that's me. Yeah, she got it the worst because hers ain't based off of anything. That's me. And she a young girl. Bully that young girl until she's very sad and wants to harm herself. That is very me. Oh, man. All right. On TV, I watch The Last Sharknado. It's about time. That came out already? <laughs> Silently. <laughs> like all the other Sharknados, we all know that they're obviously bad. But it's easy to find some enjoyment at the ridiculous nature of them. I'm glad this is the supposed the last one because they done did all they could. Up to this point, it's just like, nah. This movie was just whack. <laughs> they didn't waste any time showing the awful looking dinosaurs they had in the movie. <laughs> one scene showed a big old shark jump on land and eat a dinosaur. That's nothing out of the norm. <laughs> uh, they, I needed a recap because the way the Sharknado movies, they literally are like, to be continued type of movies and they never give me a recap like y'all act like i'm gonna rewatch these movies to prep myself for the new sharknado nah give me a recap before each movie yeah. but they did it um my guy finn jumped on a shark and steered it away from or away from <laughs> meteors that were falling from the sky and end up catching one in the shark's mouth <laughs> to kill the shark uh what else there's a cameo from one of those uh guys who dress up in drag or whatever from one of them shows and I didn't want to be offensive but they were very annoying <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't it was just how they were acting it just did not fit the character they were playing um, my boy Finn because <laughs> in this movie they jump from different periods to supposedly stop the Sharknados from happening so if they stop the Sharknado from happening in this period it won't happen in the next one <laughs> it didn't happen but um, so they jump into the period with King Arthur and them <laughs> you can probably guess what happens your boy Finn without hesitation pulls the sword of Excalibur from the stone <laughs> it was no struggle <laughs> this is how I know he is hands down one of the greatest action characters of all time I don't care how whack these movies are if you could do some of the stuff he does yeah I want to see him lift up Thor's hammer he would that's the funny thing that's why he, his character really needs to be written into one of these ridiculous. Y'all can put him in Transformers. Transformers is already a dying brand. <laughs> yeah, put just him blow in trans it up. <laughs> Transformers and go out with a they bang. Can just do, they don't got to do Sharknados no more. Just do spinoffs with him doing crazy stuff. So after he pulls the sword out of the stone, he creates <laughs> he creates a lightning bolt <laughs> and then shocks the sharks to death. <laughs> Oh, and then oh, in the same man. scene, the sharks were breathing fire. <laughs> this movie was crazy. <laughs> this movie is nuts. The whole time travel logic in this movie was so ridiculous. Oh, one of the guys man. was named Brian. They traveled to one a different time. He turns into a woman. Next time, they teach it turns back into himself. I didn't get it. <laughs> um, for some reason, they say the sharks are the reason the Revolutionary War started. Because we'll go back with, uh, uh, what's his name? President Washington and all those other people and Mr. Hamilton, man. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> one, of the one of the group characters who is from present day but has to go back in time says he wants to stay in the past. And his reason is, 
I taught it. Now I want to live it. (laughs) (sighs) I I just, I can't. Oh, man. A shark bit off one of the character's arms, which was holding a gun. Sorry, this was Billy the Kid's arm because they're now in that time period. He bites off Billy the Kid's arm. The arm is holding a gun. The gun is then being shot by the shark while the gun is being, the arm and the gun is in the mouth of the shark. Somehow, the shark is pulling the trigger. <sighs> they moved to the time oh, 2013. Now there are robotic fly, <laughs> robotic sharks flying around. <sighs> so I guess sharks took over. The- <laughs> I don't even want to try to explain it. This movie was just so ridiculous. The plot was moving at a rapid pace as fast as they were moving through these different time periods. They were staying on brand, though, because the effects were awful. The script was terrible. And they were saying the corniest possible one-liners they could for every scenario possible that it asked for. Oh, man. <sighs> now, oh, yeah, I said, if they make a Meg, too, you should put Finn and Jason Statham in it. Oh, yeah. Let them team up to fight these sharks. But the funny thing is, they kind of, like, did away with the whole notion of Sharknado at the end of the movie. How they did it, I don't know. And I'm not even sure if any of the characters remember that it happened or they completely like wiped it from memory or they went back in time where they switched everything so it didn't happen. I don't know, but it's over. <laughs> Next on Netflix, I watched a movie from last year just because just I haven't seen it. It's the movie Naked with Martin uh, oh, yeah, Marlon yeah. Wayans. It was funny. It was cool. It wasn't like nothing... <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't spectacular. It wasn't one of his funniest movies, obviously, or one of his worst movies. It was just like it was cool. <laughs> um, back at the movies, I watched The Spy Who Dumped Me. I didn't really have any like, um, really any high hopes for this movie because yeah. for some reason, Kate McKinnon in movies just doesn't. She don't don't really rock with me, especially just, with this combination. Yeah, then you yeah you pair up with Mila Kunis, and I'm just like. Okay, it's not really something I would have said or made, but whatever. But the action scenes were pretty good. Like on some show, Mila Kunis explained this as bridesmaids meets James Bond, and I was like, okay, <laughs> we'll see how that turns out. <laughs> it wasn't. It definitely wasn't bridesmaids funny. It was funny, but it wasn't bridesmaids funny, and it wasn't James Bond action. But it was actually good. Like there was a sweet action scene where they were in this cafe, had a nice mix of fighting and violence. Um I just noticed that Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon run very slow. <laughs> um, somebody said Woody Harrelson was handsome. That was the second time I've ever heard that in my entire life. <laughs> I don't feel like Woody Harrelson. <laughs> um, They're going to love when he's carnage. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> like when the movie first started, I was like, oh, this movie's not about to be funny. But then as soon as they had to go on the run, them being put in those situations, them not knowing what to do, that started to make it funny. They had a funny Edward Snowden cameo. Of course, I fell asleep a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, you have to. You know, that's nothing new. Um, but at the end of the movie, I didn't like that they were somehow no longer murder suspects or in trouble with the law. Yeah, I didn't. So I, since I didn't expect much, I was pleased with what I saw. Um, still moving forward, I saw Mile 22. I don't know why this movie got awful reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, you got some. Bad <laughs> yeah, very bad. I mean, I can kind of it's like the it w- if it would have been whack if the dude from the Ray wasn't in it because he had this real sweet fight scene like, in like, the hospital he, room. They said he was carrying it. He, he was literally carrying. It. I <laughs> forgot that Mark Wahlberg was the lead in this movie because yeah. all he would do is shoot. 
Mr. Rain, man, you can tell he did the choreography, or at least some of the choreography in this movie, because some of the stuff, like, there's fight scenes where the kill is just a kill, but the little things that he does to make kills sweet, he put in this movie. Like, there's one scene where he, like, kicked or punched open a car door window, took the person's, like, chin slash neck area and dragged it across the bottom of the window with the broken glass parts. Dang, that's his favorite type of kill. <laughs> I was like, that reminds me of something I've seen him do before. <laughs> then him just fighting in a hospital room was dope. Like, he, yeah, he carried the movie. Um, this was the first movie I've seen Ronda Rousey in since she went from being the best in the UFC to the best in the WWE. So That is crazy. <laughs> it was weird. Why, why don't they write, it, write the WWE this season or whatever like that where she automatically wins? Of course. You know. Gotta make her lose and then fight for that next one. Nah, they want her. They want the rating, so they want her out of belt. <laughs> um, in the movie, Mark Wahlberg's like character that they talk to over their little, you know, intercom or not intercom or, you know, comms, whatever. His name was Mother, and that was just distracting me through the whole movie, and I hated it. Uh, there was a mini shootout to start the movie out, so that was pretty good. Um, I talked about Mr. Rainman. Don't know why I thought Ronda Rousey would last long in this movie. I was wrong. <laughs> um, the editing in this movie was just too frantic at times. I'm like, this is the same dude who directed like Lone Survivor, uh, Deepwater Horizon, and Pearl, or not Pearl Harbor, but Patriot's Day, because I can't tell. He directed way better in those movies. Um, some of the fight scenes could have been shot better. I like the twist at the end, how they like conveyed it from top to bottom. Probably wasn't the best. The story of the movie also wasn't the best, but I'm a sucker for a good twist, so I, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, there were some little itches that Mark Wahlberg's character like had, and it didn't seem like those mechanisms and stuff played a big part towards the end of the movie. Like they tried to make it seem, yeah. And basically, I was I thought the movie was entertaining, just mainly because Raid Man was in it. <laughs> Um, we already talked about the kissing booth, and last but not least, I saw the Happy Time Murders. I read a review that said the boringest ninety minutes of your life. Once again, I, inter- I was entertained. <laughs> it wasn't the funniest movie I've seen all year, but it was entertaining. Of course, they let you know from Jump Street in this world, puppets are treated like black people. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I don't like this little correlation I can easily make with this movie. There was a funny, vicious puppet murder with dogs. I liked all the type of funny puppet jokes Melissa McCarthy was making to the the main puppet character and talking about all the stuffing inside them and the jokes they came up with that. Um, I was expecting to like laugh out loud like more constantly and like my stomach hurting based off of the trailer I saw, but I didn't get that. But I still got funny. Melissa McCarthy was more Melissa McCarthy from Spy than let's say oh, Melissa yeah. McCarthy from like <laughs> Tammy or something. So that was a good sign. Um. And it was cool, like, at the end of the movie, they show you how, like, during the credits, they show you how they did, like, they did the movie, like, making the puppets move and how people were moving them and stuff. They just used, like, green screens and all that over the people moving them. So I thought that was pretty dope. This movie was clearly, like, a nor, a nor can't even pronounce that word, whodunit storyline, but they could have did a better job with that. Of course, I fell asleep some. I fell asleep through a big chunk that I didn't realize <laughs> I did, because afterwards, Brianna was like, did you see the scene? I was like, nope. She's like, you see this scene? I was like, nope. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I thought it was a little bit I fell asleep on. Um, and this movie was like crude, of course, but I was expecting something more like, oh. <laughs> 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 but I didn't get none of that. The most nastiest thing was what you saw on the, the Red Band trailer. Right. Other than that, this was just a entertaining movie. And for my part, it wasn't nothing exceptional, but I ain't mad at it. <laughs> and finally, that's all the movies I watched. 
All right, so before we finally breeze through this topic, because I know we're probably at like two uh, hours. We at, we're at hour 14. <laughs> Just talking about the movies we saw. <laughs> I guess it's one of them episodes. Yep, but uh, so I won't do the little Holly, NBA Hollywood bracket, so you'll have to stay tuned for the next episode. Episode 104. To see what happens with that. But I will do, I'll name this bracket later. Bracket. So, so on the bonus episode that I forgot that I did last week, when I do those, I literally like record them, forget I did them, and if I don't remember it, they're just out in the ethos, just done. But I did that so so when we did Adam Driver for when we did the last episode, I completely forgot that the med came out and Jason Statham was in it. So I was like, I ain't going to disrespect Jason Statham like that and just not let him get one. So I did that and I picked his worst movie as Transporter 3. It could be a toss-up from what, what his worst movie yeah. could be. Then I did Mark Wahlberg's best movie, which is easily The Departed. And then now this week is hard because we already I'm pretty sure we already did Melissa McCarthy. Yep, we already did her. Her worst movie was Tammy. So <laughs> who came out with a movie this week? Thomas Jane. <laughs> he was in he's somehow in Axel, which I have no interest in Ooh, ever watching. Yeah, I don't like the way that movie even looks. <laughs> so <laughs> Dang, Thomas Jane used to go by Tom Jane, Tom Janes, Tom Elliot. Uh, but He's now he goes weird. Thomas Jane. <laughs> uh, let me go so we can go through his worst movies. Okay. You ever see Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Nah, not that original one. Uh, I've seen Face Off. You seen Boogie Nights? Nah. Keep going, keep going. Deep Blue Sea? I believe I've seen that. All right, so what's worse, Face Off or Deep Blue Sea? Huh. They both got like some real crazy aspects to them. <laughs> I say I'm a I'm gonna go what I think critically people think. So I'm gonna go Deep Blue Sea is worse. Deep Blue Sea or you ever see the sweetest thing? Nah, we seen Dreamcatcher. Oh yeah, <laughs> I go off my kid eyes <laughs> <laughs> and say Dreamcatcher is worse. All right, Dreamcatcher or The Punisher. Where he was, he was credited as Tom Jane in that movie. I don't recall that, and I also just can't even remember John Travolta in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna go Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher or The Mist? I cannot remember, like what happens in The Mist. I just, I, I like that movie. I like the very dark ending it had, where he had to. They were in the mist, and there was no way they thought they were gonna survive. So he was like, "All right, we just gotta kill each other." So everybody in the car shot each other, or shot. That's one crazy. another and themselves <laughs> and when it came down to him the mist cleared and <laughs> the government came to save the day so he literally had to just kill his wife his kid all for it to come down to him right when he goes to kill himself everything's fine so he just has to live with that burden of his family being dead now that's crazy yeah, i'm gonna stick with dream catcher dream catcher or scott pilgrim versus the world dream catcher dream catcher or uh, you ever seen LOL? <laughs> nah, and for reasons. He got a lot of direct to VOD movies. <laughs> um, skip that one. Skip that. You ever seen Before I Wake? What is Before I Wake? I think it's that movie with uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. Oh no, no, I ain't see that movie. All right, well, then his, based off of the movies we've seen, his worst movie is Dream Dreamcatcher. Jane, you don't got appealing movies. <laughs> he really doesn't. You're, I, you're, I can say what his best movie is. I mean, that's Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yep. <laughs> he has some movies that I and have. he ain't even a standout in that movie. 
Yeeks. There's so many people I would name before. That is crazy. All right, well, on to some topics for this week, unless you got a game or something. I ain't got no games. All right, let's move into talking about some Denzel. Denzel. Denzel said he's never been approached about doing a Marvel or DC movie. So, who, uh, seeing that both, mainly DC, will be scrambling for his services now that he said that, (laughs) what role could he play? Boy, I see a lot of people that be fan casting him as a... Lucius Fox, but the, he, he but he's too close in age to Ben Affleck, so he couldn't be in the Batman's. Hey, yo, Ben Affleck, shout out to you, man. Get well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who could he? He can't. If they want to do elderly lanterns, it can be him and Tom Cruise. Um, if they put both two old Green Lanterns in a movie, Tom Cruise is already ruining with a, a idea they had that could have been decent. Where they would kill his Green Lantern off? Yeah. Because that would put that would give it way more stakes, but he's yeah, like, like nah, I'm gonna if I'm playing him, y'all keeping me in. Which I, I like the route that he's going down, anyways. With these, I mean, I wouldn't say um, original action movies, but non comic book action movies, he's succeeding with. So fine, if you want to be picky, then just be picky then, and just continue to make your good action movies mm-hmm. that ain't got to do with comic book movies until you fall off. <laughs> So I, I cannot think of nobody Denzel can play everybody. There ain't no ring for you in Wakanda. Like he won't play the villain. <laughs> but seeing him picture him in like a Marvel movie seems very funny for some reason. I can see him doing something in Black Panther because he, he paid for Chadwick schooling. So Chadwick can give him that call up like, uh, hey, yeah. you trying yeah. to do Black Panther yeah, 2? Yeah, put him. That's all, that's all I think he could probably put him in Black Panther 2 as the villain. He going to play um, Donald Glover's dad. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know what character it would be. He needs to be in there as a villain. I need to see his acting chops. I need. I need. I need to see what, Den- some, to see what Denzel. Denzel's capable of. Yeah, I could. If I see him being in a comic book movie, I, th- I definitely think they're gonna make his character up. He can be Killmonger in the future. <laughs> I mean, whatever character they do, he definitely ain't gonna do the comic research on it. So he's just gonna yeah. do whatever he wants with the character. <laughs> it really don't matter. Yeah. Let him play the penguin. Yeah, he really just let him play anything. Whatever <laughs> y'all need, cast it. Just do a black version yeah. of him. I say for Marvel. He playing Donald Glover's dad in Black Panther 2. <laughs> and in DC, in Matt Reeves' Batman, he'll play the Penguin. Or if they want to move do Cyborg. An, do another Joker. <laughs> or that. I can see that. They get, And then they do like a time hop when they show Cyclops in the future. He's Cyclops. <laughs> or if they want to recast Cyclops' dad. <laughs> there you go. They can just have any old. He can, he can play Superman's dad. They want to redo that. <laughs> the fact that he's out of age, he got to play somebody's dad. He can play Will Smith's dad in Suicide Squad too. <laughs> them ages are so close to. Nah, they would show him at a young age, and then he would just play young, young Deadshot's dad. Uh, <laughs> Any dad role, you can play that. Yeah. I hope he knows that the lesser universe is DCEU. Cause when I be seeing some of these people take these DC roles, I'm like, y'all know y'all in the le- y'all 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 have some, some of y'all have the capabilities to be in a Marvel movie, so y'all picking the lesser universe. Yeah, but y'all settling, like somebody like Zac Efron, if he decides to do a superhero movie, we know you would have the option. Marvel would throw you something. It may not be as big as you want. <laughs> hey. Um. All right, continuing on. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 has been delayed indefinitely. Yep. For, All because of some very old tweets. And Disney refusing to get out of their feelings. 
over my dead body. <laughs> is is this where the MCU finally starts to tumble? Nah. They're going to throw us one of these new. They're going to throw us Captain Marvel, and we're going to forget all about this. Then when we remember, like, oh, yeah, but that drama. They're going to throw us at, throw the Avengers at us, and we're going to forget. And then by then, they should probably have a new director. And then we're going to complain all the way until Guardians Volume 3 come out. <laughs> Go see it. That was a great movie. And then it's over. Yeah, I really hope it does. I really hope it goes that way. This is just this is looking wild. Like this now, is, they start losing the cast members because of this. Like they threatening <laughs> Dave. <laughs> I'm like, I'm really not afraid of you, Mr. Batista. We will get a we will kill off this character and make somebody else funny. In this, <laughs> or cast somebody else. Like, yeah, just just let us love you. Let us just stay in the movie, so we ain't gotta go through, yeah. down these different routes. All right. Speaking of somebody who could replace James Gunn. Taka Watiti, did mm-hmm. I say his name right? Met with Marvel recently about a new MCU movie. Uh, we, do you think James Gunn will think he's a traitor if he ends up directing <laughs> Guys of the Galaxy Volume 3? I would hope not. Somebody will have to replace him, and you should want to be one of the family members. Now he's going to look at any one of his directing brothers like, if any of y'all take this road, y'all better not tell y'all you. traitors. <laughs> <laughs> I want somebody, I want this movie to go down in flames since I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'll be on him. I'll just be. <laughs> you shouldn't have said. He ain't say nothing. Taika Waititi ain't say nothing crazy. You said the crazy stuff. Yeah, he, so, did, he didn't tell you press sand on them tweets. Yeah, so you should rather have somebody good directed rather than your good, your hard work getting it off the ground be given to like, uh, I don't know, somebody direct, the person who directed Kissing Booth. <laughs> no, <laughs> thank you. Let me look who directed that. I think it is a lady. If lady? I'm not mistaken, you didn't do well. I don't feel like I don't even feel worth it no more. And it's probably not even a lady who directed it, but that's what I'm going with. <laughs> yeah, if um, <laughs> I would just like to see Taka Waititi do it. If anything, if it has to be somebody different, he either makes the most sense. Yeah, we don't. We on the third movie. We don't want this movie to feel completely yeah. separate from the rest of them. <laughs> So give somebody who can direct similar in his style and has some humor that if it ain't James Gunn's humor, if you like to want to take the whole script away, then he'll he's shown that he can write a good script for a Marvel movie. That's funny as well. So we'll see what happens on that front. Um, James Wheaton recently said some nice things about Marvel picking directors <laughs> after all the disrespectful stuff he was saying about Marvel. It seemed like he's he got a job that he's looking at. Guardians. That was a Guardians uh, 3. He, uh, he said, something Marvel does that is brilliant and it applies to all of us is that nobody here necessarily had their resume to make the next big action film. They were interested in having the person speak that... They were interested in having that person speak. They weren't interested in saying, look, just do... Just hit the markets. Just wanted each one of us to bring ourselves to the movie and you can tell as much as there's th- uh, thorough... St- Whew, over here, I need my inhaler. <laughs> uh, in Marvel, you can definitely tell who's who and what they constantly want to talk about. So, is he going to direct Guardians of the Galleons, Galaxy Volume 3 and not be Takawati? Nah, I feel like he's about to direct. Night, night. I feel like something on that mystery date that they had. Uh,. That was still open. So, so you think he will actually direct another Marvel movie? I think down. 
Nah, I think maybe he'll get a failure with this, with uh, whatever this DC movie he is. I know he was doing Batgirl. I don't know if he's doing anything. Yeah, I'm not now. sure if he if 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 he does that, then I can and it fails, then I can see him just being done oh, yeah, with the comics. But but maybe who? Maybe he will do Guardians Volume Three. It's one of them two. I can see that happen, or somebody completely out of the realm. But I can see him coming if he comes back for one. It's not just gonna be like a random brand spanking new thing. It's gonna be a character that they've used or something. I think with Josh Whedon, I think if he doesn't do Guardians, which I think is a slim chance, I'll give it a like a five percent chance. But I think Marvel's like to the point where for Guardians, especially, they'll get like somebody that either the fans know that's related to Marvel that they know would do good. Or just like a popular director in general because there's so much bad press going on with Guardians right now. That's when why it, I wish John Favreau had time, but I gotta if, respect that man's schedule. Yeah, if he's you know if you want to make room with that schedule, I can see like that in the long lines because he's had good success with Marvel, so bringing him in, and he seems to have still a good camaraderie with the people over there. But other than that, I think they have to bring in or and will bring in a name who's popular. Or just like a name who's popular within the MCU that's directed one of their great movies before, just to make sure, or just to try to assure everybody that I know y'all think there's drama. I know you had to wait longer than expected, but we got this good person running the show. We got the cast back, so let you know the movie's in good hands. They really, for one, they should either get a new director and lowball them so they can make sure they pay all the actors more money to do it. (laughs) They could do that Uh, too, (laughs) or. Just bring James Gunn back. Try your heart. I know Marvel already tried. It was Disney that said, nah. Yeah, Disney be humpity. But what they can do is get them glasses that come with the big nose and the mustache. Put that on James <laughs> Gunn. <laughs> on James Gunn. He can say his name is something else. It's James Fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's Jim Rifle. Uh, <laughs> and then have him do it. Like, oh, you got some good credits here. I see you worked on all the movies that James Gunn did, but you're somehow not James. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a cinema photographer. <laughs> uh, and then have him do it. But I was looking at that ain't going to happen. Unfortunately. You really messed up. Just don't say stupid stuff in your whole life. Or delete everything you say. Yep. Say it. Delete it. Keep pushing. All right. We spoke about Mila Kunis earlier, but she seems to not want to do a superhero role, basically because the roles are too physically demanding. That was it. Oh, yeah, because don't she got it? No, that's Sarah Hyland who got that disease. No, she don't got no disease. She just don't want to do it. She went, uh, she went on to say that on Max Payne, was that tough for her? No, nah, it was mainly the Black Swan that threw her off because she had to do a lot um, for Black Swan. Uh, and the like the, the the prep for the role and she didn't really like it. But she said um, when somebody asked her, she would she do would she don a super suit? And she's flat out said no. When asked whether she would consider being in a superhero movie, she went on to explain that the workouts required to get into physical shape for such a role were more than she's willing to commit to. Saying lots of those people are hungry. Uh, she and, can play a love interest like all the other women in the. No, she don't want to do that either. <laughs> and she was like, and you have to be, be and you have to be because of the shape. Because you have to be in shape. And I don't want to be hungry for 10 years. <laughs> um, yeah, basically, that's all she really wanted to say. So, um, where is the question in? Would you be in the same, would you feel the same way if you were put in that position? Nah. <laughs> you just going to do, you going to get in shape and do the row? Might as well. What else are you doing? So, if you were at Mila Kunis's stature in her career. I definitely would do it. <laughs> 
Unless you, I got a crazy injury where I ain't got no motivation. If I just ain't got the motivation to get in shape, I guess I wouldn't do it. But you just got to work. Even, even look at someone like uh, uh, Chris Pratt. He just did it for the one movie. And then you can see his yeah. body slowly <laughs> going back to what it was. <laughs> and he's still doing them. So that's why you get the only one that keeps, the only two that keep up with their body is uh, Hemsworth and Evans. How do you know? I don't know. I'm assuming from word of mouth. Uh, you uh, told me. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you said you were staring at a couple pictures and then told me. Nah, I ain't never say that. Yeah, but that's whatever. What, yeah, you sent it through text. <laughs> <laughs> I got the receipts. Uh, okay, I didn't know this was a shade room. <laughs> yeah, this is love and hip hop. <laughs> um, yeah, if I was Mila Kunis, I would definitely do a superhero role. She can literally do what Rachel McAdams did. Yeah, she could easily. She didn't do, do anything that. in Doctor Strange. <laughs> she did it. That was awesome. Like, damn, y'all really be treating these actresses, putting them in these roles that are just like, I can see why these women on these blogs complain. <laughs> this is disrespectful. If you ain't a uh, what's her name, we don't care about you. Now, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, and they be treating her like crap sometimes too. Yeah. But if I can understand if they got like a Dakota Johnson to play a love interest, yeah. you don't really want to see much. Yeah, of her. you don't need her that much. <laughs> but if you got like a Haley Atwell or a Rachel McAdams, they getting top tier actresses. They got the highest paid. You got good actresses and you do nothing with them. Yeah. It's like, what's the point? You could have said yeah, they really some did. money. They give, they gave Gwyneth Paltrow more attention than uh, some of these other yeah, ones. Exactly. And if we went back to the first Iron Man, she was just really the secretary. No, yeah, she, <laughs> now they got her about to be in a suit and yeah. just for. Her. So come on, Marvel. I understand you, you kind of like don't trust trust women. <laughs> That's why it took you so long to make these movies. Rachel McAdams, and she was literally one of the worst. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Natalie Portman. But I know, but y'all slowly stepping it up. Y'all actually getting women roles that yeah, do too. stuff. And women directors. Yeah, but just because a woman ain't no superhero. Or a women director. <laughs> just because a woman not a superhero in the movie don't mean she can't have stuff to do. Yeah, just, I, she don't I, have to run around and save <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch from his wounds. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> she made her a nurse. <laughs> I know she's a nurse in the comic books. So I guess you gotta bring that to life, but but they tease like at least Ant Man teased the wasp coming in at the yeah, end. Do something. Could have seen her like doing something with her, or just her have her in her equipment. She don't, she don't got to do all the. She ain't got to do no action. Just have her in her a lot. Yeah, yeah her do nothing. Yeah, she really she was gone for a big portion of that movie. <laughs> like, uh, and then you got Black Panther with all the women doing all kind of stuff. Yeah, kick flips. If, and if anything, she may be stronger than the Black Panther. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, all right, moving on to some James Bond shenanigans. It seems like every day something is updated yeah, with that. Bond, that was crazy. So first, Danny, Danny Boyle isn't going to direct Bond 25 anymore because of creative differences. I don't know what this issue is. Um, then Christopher McQuarrie was rumored to replace him, but then he wasn't on the short list that Sony released or allegedly released, which has Edgar Wright on it, though. Um, and then they came out and said that Danny Boyle didn't direct, isn't going to direct Bond 25 because of a difference in opinion on the villain of the movie. That's crazy. And when I saw it, uh, they was blaming it on uh, Daniel Craig. Oh yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't want some one of the actors or something in the movie. Um, my question to <laughs> That's you, crazy. My question to you is: How tired of the term "creative differences" are you when it comes to someone leaving a project? Yeah, when it's a when it's a proven person, you should be a little more lenient. But I mean. I guess it's time to move on. I don't know what 
if it if it really was based off of his villain and just that, that's crazy. Let him make his villain. Unless his villain is trash. Yeah, unless <laughs> it's very whack. <laughs> but my thing is like, can y'all just come up with a different term? Like, have problems over script. Uh, we saw the script different way. We saw or it say it legit what it was. Yeah, they ain't let me do the villain, so I peaced out. <laughs> Yeah, be honest, because like, you ain't going to do the movie no more. Yeah, they say just be wanting to say this scripted lines. Yeah. Why I would straight up say what it is. Stop being politically correct. Like, you want to work with them again. And I would say names. You're like, like such da- and such Daniel from Daniel Craig office. said he wasn't famous enough to uh, be the villain. <laughs> I said, hey, you tripping. <laughs> yeah. Everybody gets their start. You think... Uh, Christoph Waltz was famous as soon as he stepped on the screen. Yeah, nah, but Quentin Tarantino gave him a shot. Yeah, now look at him. He was famous enough to be the villain in one of these. No doctor. Oh, my gosh. In a song recently, I heard Ty Dolla Song, the great Ty Dolla Song, say, I'm balling no hoop. (laughs) That's your favorite. I love Ty Dolla Song, but he said, (laughs) balling no hoop. All right, let's break it down, because... (laughs) What's worse? I'm balling no hoop. I'm balling like sports. <laughs> That's the or, worst. Or Soldier Boy. Oh, ball- I'm balling like courts. Courts is the worst. <laughs> I'm balling like court. I know he got a bunch of gems on all those yeah, new I albums he done dropped. Soldiers. Wait till 2K come out. Uh-huh. Dang, 2K parties. <laughs> We gonna dang nobody be having the live parties. Because you t- can't. Nobody. Yeah, you can't. They don't got multiplayer. It's, it's NBA Live watch session. Come watch me play NBA That's Live. Whack. You want to watch me play NBA Live? No. Really? I'd rather watch old highlights on YouTube of somebody playing real games. I just got a message from Milkshakes. Yeah, we heard that yell she's, from the other room. She said, Ty Dolla Sign looks like the magician in Princess Tyena. <laughs> <laughs> One, not, not, not magician, I don't think. The movie's called Princess and the Frog. Princess <laughs> Tyena. <laughs> or Tiana or whatever that's Yeah, it's from Princess Tiana. <laughs> okay, I didn't know we just calling that Princess Tiana now. Uh-huh. Fair enough. <laughs> you know who looks crazy now? Lil Wayne. Woo! Him? He's losing his hair. His dress looks disgusting. <laughs> Those pictures from 2 Chainz's wedding. He looks sick. He looks nasty. That was rolling with. He was standing on the couch to help 2 Chainz put his jacket on. That's how much taller <laughs> than him 2 Chainz is. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. He looks nuts. But I saw when Birdman got on stage and apologized to him. Oh, yeah. I just. Well, that was a weak apology. I just hit that link. Um, all right, moving on. John C. Riley says Step Brothers 2 isn't in development. If you had to make your own Step Brothers movie, who you casting? It don't even got to be a reboot. It could literally just John be. John Cena and The Rock. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> them two big old behemoths yeah, would think in a house. house. Earthquake is on set. <laughs> that would be classic. It would be funny, though. And they're both funny. <laughs> they can act wild. They had a rivalry in real life. <laughs> and they took it two different directions. Watching them on interview on shows, the way The Rock was being cocky, disrespecting them, and the way that John Cena was acting like he was sad about it <laughs> was funny. That would definitely be an entertaining movie. I can see that. Uh, um. All right. Now, if you had to do with black people, what are you doing? 
I go. Mm. I can only think of two black people ever. It's very sad. <laughs> oh, you should have seen when I was on the bonus episode when I I did my version of boys trip. Oh yeah, you probably did. Who do you like? You like Morris Chestnut. You like Kofi. You like nah, they had to be all in Michael this, B. Of course, they had to be at a similar age range. Nah, like that definitely because obviously you got to go Michael B. First, of course. So you, I couldn't decide. I went around Michael B. I said Michael B. My guy Winston from New Girls. <laughs> Michael B. would play the J- Jada Pinkett Smith character. Okay. No wait. No, he would play the Regina Hall character. Jada Pinkett Smith character would be Lamorne because he would be funny being like the super uptight person. And then I said as the Queen Latifah character. D. Ray Davis. <laughs> D. Ray Davis just looks young. I think that man is like 50. Okay, well, he'll be the old one of the clique. And I said, I couldn't think of anybody else but letting D.C. Young fly play the Tiffany Haddish role. Oh, yeah, he could do that. Or you could go Damon Williams Jr. Mm-hmm. He could be one of them. Yep. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. Dang, I, I can really only – it take, it take about 30 minutes to think per one black actor. Yeah, <laughs> we ain't got showtime for that. And, and only because I'm trying to avoid saying like a – Brandon T. Jackson. Oh, yeah, he ain't popping no more. Yeah. His tribe has been stolen by the guy who was in uh, Lone Survivor. Or Lone Longest Yard? Uh, nope. Uh, black movie Le- LeBron. <laughs> Jesse T. Usher. Yeah, him. Uh, you got Jesse T. Usher. You got uh, Columbus Short. You got. Uh, <laughs> I ain't heard from him since he was beating his wife. Yeah, he beat his wife off a show. <laughs> like, well, I guess you're fired from Scandal. And then I tried to do, I think I did like the older blacks one. So you got like Will Smith. Uh, Martin Lawrence, uh, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Chris Tucker. Yeah, yeah, you can get the Chris's. Yeah. Yeah, that's much more easier than the young black yeah. ones. Y'all young blacks, that's one that sounds young racist. Young blacks. <laughs> you young black actors got to step your game up. Y'all got to compete with Michael B. Come on. <laughs> he, out here, he out here carrying the torch for y'all. Yeah, Michael B. B. Dot. Um, hey, who else is the popular? Obviously, Donald Glover. He's not even really young. I mean, you got like, uh, what's his name on the up and up and up, Mr. Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah, uh, Boyega. Yeah. The Boyega boy. And uh, you can guess you get the guy from uh, Cloak and Dagger. Oh, yeah. He he can be the hot new thing. <laughs> show, that's what you call, you call dudes the hot new thing. But I'm saying in terms of who's popular. <laughs> I didn't know that shit nickname. Ca- you ain't going to catch new me. Hot thing. In, I don't even, even if, okay, so what if I called him hot new thing? Is something wrong with that? No, I just, that's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's a funny way to out yourself. What is outing? That's like I'm I'm free. I'm on a different wavelength as most people. <laughs> That's like when your parents don't realize like you gay or anything, and y'all just watching some show. And you make some really crazy comment about the person on the screen, or like when you be watching uh, in time or. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> the Social Network. I like them or, as good movies. Uh, in time, <laughs> they tried to give JT an uh, action movie way too fast, and he knocked it out the park. <laughs> I don't see what the problem was. The numbers might have not added up, I but mean, the, the, the moment the moment he was uh, doing screen testing for Green Lantern, <laughs> woo! Hey, Ryan Reynolds already gets crap for Green Lantern, but Justin Timberlake Green Lantern would have been good. He would have he would have dealt with those those script that issues. Been, he would have never act again. He would decide. You know what? He practically I hasn't acted yeah, he again. Really hasn't. Ever since Runner Runner, I don't know if I've seen and, him in a movie. And Runner Runner was weird because he was playing like a like he's not he wasn't old when that came out or nothing. But him playing a young guy seems funny. And it was whack. Yeah, and on top of that, I don't I don't want uh, Ben Affleck looking like no mob boss <laughs> t- telling other people what to do. Yeah, chill, fam. Go put the bottle down. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Alki. Uh, 
right. DCU got alcoholics playing characters. Because they probably go on uh, happy hours together. I already don't like the tone of Wonder Woman 2 so far. I don't even... I'm still trying to figure out how they're incorporating Chris Prime in that movie. <laughs> That's what I got to figure they out. They couldn't give up on him. I understand you can't you can't not have the best part of the movie there, but I'm trying to figure out yeah. how you're going to do it. <laughs> I just want to know how. Uh, they're going to bring him up... He, they should kill him in every last one of them. That'd be funny. Don't let him play like a ghost or something. I ain't trying to oh, rock with that. Oh, my gosh. He's probably just going to be either her conscious. I don't want to see that. Rack. I want to see an actual character, and I want y'all to figure out how see, to do it. See, that? that's how you do the love interest. You make him basically like a hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make him, make him, make him the hero yeah, of the he movie. Ain't got, he ain't got no powers. <laughs> make him he the no hero of the movie. Chris Pine playing a love interest instead of all the. I know he's been offered plenty of chances for superheroes. Yep, and he turned him down because he's like, I got Captain Kirk. Yeah, I want to be a love interest in one of these superhero <laughs> movies. Uh, the man love interest. All right, that movie was good and kind of whack at the same time. <laughs> If you think about it, I keep thinking about that last action scene. That last action scene was that just, ain't the move. That was like a, a vibe killer for the rest of the it movie. It really was that that. If you would just see that scene, you would assume assume the rest of the movie's bad. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, my girl Natalie Portman is set to direct and play dual roles in a film by the name of oh, Dear yeah. Abby Ann or the Dear Abby Ann Landers movie. What actor would you want to say play dual roles in a movie that is not named Michael B. Jordan? Dang. Yeah. <laughs> Cut you off at the hips there. <laughs> you, huh? Huh? You ain't getting... <laughs> I, I don't it felt know. like that meant oh, somebody I don't even know what that's saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it. I mean, who you know who would kill a double playing two roles? Besides Jake Gyllenhaal, which I feel like he's done that already, but I don't know. He really so. does. Yeah, he would do good. Oh, but somebody along the lines of like Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh gosh. Okay. We all know he could play two. We seen him do good acting performances. We do. So you know he's capable of that. If it's not Michael B, then it's not. You would want Michael B to play two roles so you can have twice the many chances of seeing uh, Michael B. I think that he can pull it off. But Jake Gyllenhaal is obviously. Oh yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal did a nocturnal animals kind of. Oh yeah, but of course he he would be out of all the actors, he was probably a top tier to do that. Uh. And he did it in, uh, what's it called, too? Now I think about it, Enemy. (laughs) (laughs) Again, somebody, well, no, he can't. If you do it twice, you're done. Yeah, I don't want to see constantly doing it. uh, Leo, we've talked about him doing that in the past. Uh, Who else? Like a King Batch or something? Nah, I don't really want to see him in movies at all. If Spoken Reasons couldn't get off the ground. Oh, Spoken (laughs) Reasons. Yeah, he did his one movie. What are you doing? (laughs) Um, Who else? Like a Bella Thorne or something? Nah, I'm trying to think of real actors. That showers. You're right, she's a musician now. That showers. (laughs) She performed at the... VMAs? She performed. Oh man, I ain't see it then. I, I don't think it was like on the VMAs. Uh, was she was over there where Juice World was. <laughs> <laughs> Which I listen to Juice World's album. Is when it? I tell you this new age music isn't for me, <laughs> yeah, so I don't even. I was like, oh my gosh, this was what he's. He sounds like he's trying to be something he's not. Like he's literally trying to be like. They did you? Uh, well, like Green Day, like <laughs> Panic at the Disco and Fallout Boy. He's not that. When I was watching that whack everyday struggle, they showed a one on one episode. They was talking about this hour long freestyle he did, totally. and they were saying he was barring it to death. I didn't. I didn't hear yeah. any bars, but I will say I listened to uh, Trippy Red's album, which is also not for me. It's very for the young kids. 
But there was two songs where he was rapping regular. I ain't saying his bars were good because they weren't good at all. But his rap style was pretty good. I think these kids literally only do this type of sound because they see all these other kids doing like, I need sad, like, mu- tri- moody music. Like, Trippie Red, if he wrote lyrics down, he would know how to rap, which was crazy. Because when it came on, I was, I was like, who he got on this song? And it didn't say nobody. I'm like, this was him rapping? Like, oh, this Trippie. I'm like, then why is it? And then there was one song where it sounded like he could also sing good. Which I'm like, what is this? So why is he doing these whack songs if it sounds like he got a little bit of talent? But anyway, that ain't got nothing to do with movies. Uh, what was talking about? Two actors. Oh, yeah. Uh, Olsen twins. I want both of them playing two people. That reminds me of a tiger line to take us back to music. <laughs> I'm going to think about it. No, I'm going to just play the song cause later because I can't think of what the line is. But it's in the song that brought his career back. Taste. Oh, yeah. I listened to that song. What did he say in that? He said something wild. I mean, the song's whack. Yeah. Offset's off, versus really whack. I got off, yeah. Offset? No, no, no. None of these rappers are very good. <laughs> <laughs> we living in a non-very good actor world. Like, hot take. Offset's <laughs> not really good. <laughs> we all know the best in that group is Takeoff, who wasn't even at the VMAs for some reason. Because he was probably recording a fire verse. Yeah. Um. All right. Off this dual row subject. Um. It's been the five-year anniversary of... Ben Affleck's uh, Batman it's announcement. Been that long? <laughs> yep. I guess so. So let me read. I remember that day too. Like it was yesterday. So, so Screen Rant gathered up some of the craziest tweets from that day. <laughs> and I'm going to read some. First up, not, not even going to say names. You've got to be effing kidding me, Warner <laughs> Brothers. Ben Affleck is Batman. Just stop. 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 <laughs> Uh, Comedy Central said, casting Bat- Ben Affleck as Batman sounds like something the Joker would do to create a distraction at the Nerd Bank. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else said, Ben Affleck as Batman? Ugh. Wonder <laughs> Brother reads, a freaking comic. Bruce Wayne is Batman. Ben Affleck is an actor slash director. Somebody else. In the Bat- Ben Affleck version, Batman's parents kill themselves. <laughs> Somebody else put, the fact that Ben Affleck is the new Batman literally blew my head off. I understand Superman has a big body, but Affleck's got a big tummy. <laughs> tummy. You, uh, Bruce Wayne's parents come, so it reminded me of a scene in Teen Titans Go when they're, <laughs> when they're going back in time to try to stop them from being heroes. And they walk uh, Bruce Wayne's p- uh, parents down a different alley, <laughs> but then when they go back to fix it, and they ju- and they just showing them gunshots go up. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was the the re the redo scenes where they had to rewrite. Yeah, things that was changed. so crazy, was so bad. That was funny. I was shocked. I was in a kids movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, somebody else wrote, "Putting Affleck as Batman would be like putting Pee Wee Herman as Spider Man." Affleck's body looks like a cheese puff. <laughs> Dang, he must have been chunky back then. <laughs> he really shut them up when he got in shape. Uh, he really shut them up when the movie came on. Like, movie whack, but <laughs> Affleck good. Ben Affleck as Batman is the worst thing to happen to the franchise since George Clooney's bat nipples. Um, ben Affleck needs surgery on that butt-looking chin before he can play Batman. Chin's a big thing in Gotham. His chin is that bad <laughs> where he need to get surgery? <laughs> Somebody else went, Geely? Reindeer games? Jersey girl? Affleck's our man, a Hollywood executive somewhere after dropping 87 lines of cocaine. (laughs) Somebody else. Wow. Ben Affleck sure was great in Daredevil. I hope he gets to play another superhero. (laughs) Things no one has ever said. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Affleck as a new Batman? 
All I can picture is Batman having a hard Boston accent. <laughs> I guess it could work. <laughs> yeah, that's if it was Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg playing Batman would be nuts. <laughs> I think I asked myself in the bonus episode between Tom Cruise and Mark Wahlberg who would be a better Batman, and I was stumped. Because <laughs> you got tiny Tom Cruise. <laughs> I may lean towards Tom Cruise because I ain't trying to hear Mark Wahlberg's voice. Tom Cruise's Batman accent would be nuts. <laughs> I feel like I haven't seen Tom Cruise like do regular acting in quite some time. Yeah, he would definitely be acting because imagine Christian Bell's Batman voice being nuts. <laughs> Tom Cruise's would be crazy. <laughs> that would be laughable. All right, so shout out to Ben Affleck for shutting all the haters up. And um, get well. Because yeah. <laughs> hearing this. Yeah. Moving on. Zendaya is rumored to be uh, offered the Little Mermaid row. Which I could have sworn it was Chloe Grace Moretz's. I think she had either that one or one of the Little Mermaid oh, movies, yeah. but then ended up dropping you, out or something. I would say you know how they do. Make multiple of one thing at a time. Yeah. But other than that, I don't really got nothing to say about it. It's just not a crazy, yeah, not an outlandish yeah. casting. I'd do yeah, it. Yeah, that's normal. And then last but not least, Academy members already discussing scrapping popular movie categories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's, there ain't nothing to be ashamed of <laughs> if you have to scrap it. Because some people be so bold when then they get the backlash, they try to power through it. Like, I'll show y'all. This is really good. Nah, but if you know it's a bad idea, you just want to dip your toe in. Nobody liked it. I take it back. <laughs> we ain't, ain't going to judge you. So, um, you la- or to end off, do you think Black Panther will be nominated for just a straight best picture? Category? That's what they should do because obviously it's not going to win. <laughs> but we don't want that popular. Whatever y'all was going to put in popular, throw two two of them into the best picture. Y'all already be doing like ten movies. Sometimes y'all got y'all can do up to ten, but do like six. So, yeah, just at least, I just <laughs> asked for ten. Th- throw in, throw in the popular movie. So just put Black Panther. Y'all don't y'all don't have to let it win. Right. Yeah, we y'all did, control that. We gave y'all the key that one episode we was talking about it. It's really not that hard. Yeah, give them the nomination. So yeah, they, I think it should be. If I don't if it's not, then y'all just tripping. Because superhero movies and big blockbuster movies are good too. They just sometimes they just as good as these critically acclaimed it's ones that better than and half of them be putting people to sleep. <laughs> people like the average person doesn't see some of these movies. So then I get some people's theaters don't show these movies. Yeah. <laughs> some of these movies don't even come out until like Eighth right grade before. Literally got two times, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a great movie. Yes, and so that's I mean, yeah. So these popular movies are what people see. So then for like the average viewer who may see. 10 movies a year or something. They seen Black Panther. They seen Avengers. They may have seen one of these comedy movies. So for them, they're like, out of these movies I've seen, which one's the best of me? I probably think Black Panther. So they then to get them to watch it, maybe they want to see Black Panther up there to see if their personal favorite movie of the year would win. You know how many black viewers they will get if uh-huh. they announced Black Panther is not and, they, and all the Black Panther cast dressed in their garb? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I'll be watching this and I'll be like, I ain't really even see this movie, so I or sometimes I know like when I think of my favorite movie, I'm like, but I know this ain't the best movie, and that's because I know that the Oscars ain't gonna nominate any of the movies I like, because I know I'm like Avengers my favorite movie every year Avenger movie comes out that's my favorite movie of the year, and I'm like I know it ain't the best because I know it ain't gonna be down there when it comes to the movies with Meryl Streep and 
the movies with a bunch of white actors uh, dressed in fat suits and bald caps. I know how it goes. And get cancer pieces, yeah. to win awards. I know how all this goes. But so just throw one in. Yeah, because I be I like a lot of those movies too, but I would like yeah. to see some some blockbusters. Yeah, throw one of those in. They ain't gotta win. Yeah, throw me a bone, no dog. Yeah, and plus the pe- that was just unbelievably trash. And plus the people would love to see uh, the whole. You would love to see Michael B. anywhere, but Michael B. <laughs> Chadwick, Denai, whatever name is, Leticia, Ryan Coogler, have him up there with his accent. Yeah, his Ebonics accent. And everybody, and how them dipped in their little African outfits. Be like, yo, it's an honor. Holding spears and stuff. <laughs> it's an honor to win this bad pitch, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> just want to thank all my people from uh, back in uh, Compton, you know what I mean? <laughs> Oakland, yo, it's one for you. He would sound mm-hmm. crazy. Suwoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to hear somebody say Suwoo up there. A little YG like move. Bompton. A little uh, white boy YG- record hitting best pitching. Suwoo, yeah. <laughs> suwoo! <laughs> Rick. Where he has a, I believe, some. Did he grow his hair out for that role, or is that a little cap, a little hair cap? I have no clue. Cause he looked goofy. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to the punishment segment. You got anybody you want to nominate? Nah. Well, I got two people. First up, Kevin Spacey, <laughs> because I didn't realize he is also in Billionaire Boys Club, starring your boy Ansel. And Tyron, Tyron Edgerton, the movie that got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes last time I checked. Um, <laughs> well, Ansel, don't let this be true. But I'm blaming it on Kevin Spacey because all his bad juju. Yeah, Mr. Nasties. Got that movie released in 10 theaters and now has set a record for making $126 in his opening weekend. Dang. <laughs> That's crazy. Eeks. <laughs> that's, that's sad. That's trash. That's I don't un- care how many theaters it's in. That's unfortunate. <laughs> and then also, I want to nominate <laughs> uh, Ethan Hawke because. Oh yeah, what, what did he say? He, he was said, talking sly about the, <laughs> how the Logan movie ain't really good, and he said it's still just a superhero movie with dudes and like. Like tights and latex suits or something like that. I'm like, not sure why he said that. He, <laughs> Did you see the movie? <laughs> he about to get the punishment off. Of <laughs> like you didn't watch the movie, did you? Yeah, Ethan Hawke. That's outlandish. <laughs> at least we knew. We, at least we knew Kevin Spacey was nasty, Mister McTouchy. <laughs> but you, you, we didn't know. We didn't know he was dumb. <laughs> yeah, like, I would pull up. Let me see if I can pull up the exact quote because I'm on the page. But he, I just read that. I'm like, so you didn't watch the movie, did you? Now, Ethan. What did he say? He said, now we have the problem that they tell us Logan is a great movie. Well, it's a great superhero movie. It still involves people in tights with metal coming out of their hands. Yeah, what is he talking about? It's not Breeson. It's not Bergman. But they talk about it like it is. I want to see Logan because everyone was like, this is a great movie. And I was like, really? No, this is a fine superhero movie. There's a difference, but big business doesn't think there's a difference. Big business wants you to think that this is a great film because they want to make money off of it. Huh? So he sounds a little bitter against these superhero movies. Yeah, he must have had a role he lost. He's one of them people like, yo, you got your best picture noms, and you got your best popular movies. It just has to be that way, guys. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Ethan Hawk? There 
was no sort of tights in this movie. It really wasn't. It was like a regular movie it that was. happened to be based in the X Men world. It's, like it's one of the more realistic superhero movies yeah, you see. As realistic as we can get. <laughs> with somebody with claws coming out of yeah. their hands. <laughs> Fighting a clone of himself. Yeah. <laughs> so. I watched that scene over again. <laughs> when he got slammed into that. I'm almost to that movie to watch my Blu-ray marathon. Yeah, I gotta go eat the clock on that. All right, even though that is very sad, what's happening with that film? <laughs> Dude, that's, that's basically I could threw that up as a YouTube video, <laughs> <laughs> not even like release it as a film. <laughs> you watch that thing in pieces on Snapchat. <laughs> you got a good cast too. Got, yeah. They got the the weird dresser Ethan, yeah. or I mean Ansel. You got Taryn, who's an up and comer, about to bomb at Robin Hood because I know that movie's gonna bomb. I don't yeah. care how decent it might look. Him and Jamie Foxx ain't the mix. Ain't Jamie Dornan in that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hope not, <laughs> but he probably is. And uh, then you got Mister Touchy Fills. Yeah. So just ain't right for them. But Ethan Hawk, you are on punishment, sir. Go sit in the corner and actually watch Logan with your unbiased. Super artsy movie maker mind, because all you see when you see superhero genre, like, look at Logan walking around with those skin tights on, with yeah, those was, those claws coming out of his hands. On. <laughs> he really did. He's like, he's he's over here fighting in space, and look at those aliens that are attacking him in this scene. <laughs> Typical, such expected. Uh, yeah, he's stripping. <laughs> All right, now on to the Rotten Tomatoes game. We got a couple movies to resolve, I believe. Let's see. All right, first up is Mayo 22. Let's go to Rotten Tomatoes right now. Let's see where that low movie is sitting at. All right, it is sitting at a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. I gave it a 55%. I hope I didn't say something wild. <laughs> you gave it. 66%. Oh, yikes. <laughs> 50 was high, but I said 60. <laughs> so I get the win there. Uh, Where is that thing at? Uh, that was so far off from the bad. Yeah. <laughs> How'd that movie get such a bad score? Um, Where is the... There we go. All right, so that moves my lead up 21 to 19. Next, the Happy Time Murders. <laughs> I wild out. <laughs> I said, let me actually. Um, so Rotten Tomatoes right now is sitting at a nice twenty three percent. I gave it a seventy percent, and you gave it a sixty six percent. Oh, so I was high too, but giving you the slight victory. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would have did the same. I would have said sixty nine because seventy is so high. Oh, that's crazy. All right, so the movie for this week, and uh, the score is now 21 to 20. Mm, let's see. So the movie for this week will be. Comes out this week. The Little Stranger. We'll do The Little Stranger and. Or you want to do The Little Stranger or Ken for this week's movie? It don't matter. Because Ken got a. Zoe Kravitz in it. That's all I know about it. I need to do research on either one. Let me see. Little Stranger is like this little horror type movie with Dom Hall Gleason in it. I can't tell you what Ken is about. It's too artsy. Fart. Not artsy as in like smart as in like sci-fi-ish. 
Let me see. Let me look at this crew. Oh yeah, because this this got some funny looking people in this movie. Because we got Will Poulter or whatever his name is. Will pouty cheeks. Yeah. Ew. I'm a, all right. If we do another movie, that's the second movie we could do. The Nun. I forgot that comes out soon. Oh yeah, the Nun. <laughs> Will pouty cheeks. Yeah, you got him that. <laughs> the Nun. This could be. Nah, I can see this being higher. I'm going to give the nun. I'll give that 60%. Oh, so right around where I was thinking now. <laughs> now, should I go higher or lower? <laughs> I think. This is tough. I really want this movie to be good. I really think 60 is where to land, so... Let's do sixty-two <laughs> percent. All right, so if it's lower, that's all me. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I'm really uh, <laughs> putting all my stock on it being like sixty-three percent or something. All right, so we can do, um, we can do is one of them like wide. We'll do Ken because I don't really know. I don't think I don't know if Little Strangers will go in wide. All right, I'm about to just guess off the top of my head. Let's say I just wrote mine down and it's thirty three percent. I'm gonna go. I don't want some for some reason forty seems very high. <laughs> I'm going. 39. All right, 39%. I just got to stay in that realm. Well, I should be like 80-something. <laughs> All right, so for the can, we I picked 33%. You got 39 For none, I went with 62%. You went with 60 So we will see. Um, Is it Blu-rays or something? Uh, I think so. Let me see. From last week, we got Deadpool 2. That's a must-own. Um, we know why. This week we got. Oh yeah, and I bought the Avengers. Oh yeah, and I was so mad everywhere I went. The what's it called? The steel cover, or whatever, was sold out. So I was like, I could order that one and have it sent to my house for for free from Best Buy, or I can just buy a regular Blu-ray. And that's <laughs> what I did. So I was like, whatever, and I'll live. Then we have upgrade. I put a must over that. I was genuinely surprised and enjoyed that movie, even though Lee Wanell was the man behind that flick. So I should expect nothing but greatness. But I thought that was a really good movie either way. So I got that on my iPad right now. And tag. I'll put that as a might stream. Um, let's see. Do I have a throwback? A high might stream. <laughs> a throwback for this. Huh. They ain't releasing no old movies. Uh, let's old go movies like Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, that was super wack. That's word bending. Uh, we'll just say Jack Ryan. That that last one with uh 
Chris Prime. Never seen it, so if I wanted to watch it, I would. <laughs> right, are you going to watch the TV show with uh, John Krasinski? Definitely not. No disrespect <laughs> okay. to John Krasinski, but Jack Ryan just don't interest me. Uh, all right, so that's all those were. The complete fourth season of uh, Gotham came out on Blu-ray. If that's if that's something. Uh, oh, Action Point came out too. Huh. Dang, they got Action Point down here with all the old movies that was released. Yeah, because it was whack. <laughs> I don't need to ever see that movie again. That's one of the movies I want to forget that Johnny Knoxville did. <laughs> yeah, and that's it for this week with uh, the blues. All right, so what's the next movie you trying to see? I think that's next. The, what the mo- type of movies I watched over this past week is Ain't No Telling. Um, obviously, I still would like to see Eighth Grade and everything. Uh, still... Yeah, still my top, and I still want to see Black Klansman. So one of those maybe. Uh, what what comes out this week? Just Ken and the Little Stranger. Oh yeah, yeah, that was one of those because I ain't I don't need to go see one of those. <laughs> Ken looks like it already came out before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ken looks like Axel, which just came out this week. Axel, that that movie looks crazy. Um. For me, I will probably see. Honestly, I'll probably see what the hubbub about and see what Crazy Rich Asians is like. Oh, yeah, you can just go to Barnes and Nobles and read the books. I'll be contemplating just going to. It don't nearest, seem like it's a nothing. Going to OU, I can see what Crazy Rich Asians look like. <laughs> they act to go to the UCLA campus. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I guess I'll go watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> to be prepared for all these. <laughs> yeah, this movie ain't accurate because crazy rich Asians be having bape and uh, all the off-white sneakers. And the uh, finest of luxury vehicles. Yeah, they be dipped. <laughs> I saw one. <laughs> what did he have? He had something wild on. He had some stuff. He ain't, I think he had the Balenciagas, you know, the one that looked like socks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cardi. I don't know what. When you say, you know, the ones with like socks? No. I don't know what you mean by that. Yeah, I saw them when this dude had them. The crazy Rich Asians, they wear button-ups with jerseys over them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we seen Ansel look crazy in some jerseys. Yeah. That's triggering. Ansel, you about to mess around and be on the back of the end of this show again Ansel. for a bad reason. Ansel. I got the oddest taste for, like, some Oreo cream pie or something. It literally felt like I had it yesterday or something. Oh, Maybe because I'm very hungry. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I guess this has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal. Whatchamacallit. You already know what it is. Your boy, Thug Bellina, a.k.a. Leo uh, Archibald. Uh, young Denzel O'Shea, but that's in the third. Uh, eighth Nate. Um, uh, Natesel. Um, uh, who else uh, is? Crazy Rich Nates. The happy time naters. <laughs> oh boy. He's whacker and whacker. The Nate. Um Nate twenty two. Or Mile twenty Nate. Uh, <laughs> or Mile Nate two. Um and Roly Man. Oh, yeah. Spread your roly wings. <laughs> this is Joaquin Penny's worth. Laugh to my candy hurt. No short dress, but the cargo skirt. 
A.K.A. Pusha K, A.K.A. Kayanya Van Zant, Kai Dollar Sign. You can also call me Fossil Man, Terry Hightower, Raymond Kane, Chorus Kojo, uh, the Kingpin, the Bocce Chef, Neon Ember, the FPG, the Bar Technician, the Word Bender, Uncle Hami. Sweet lady, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime, 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 lifetime? Sweet lady, would you be mine? My sweet love for a lifetime, and I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. You can find like everything. a text. I got the great musical. <laughs> you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Uh, follow Leo B. Gyllenhaal on Instagram, as well as a new spinoff Instagram site, or whatever, whatever I'm going to put on the website, as well as Instagram called Fantastical. Just like the word fancast and fantastical, but it's fantastical. Where you hear on the podcast where we do our dream cast for who should play which role and who they could play in a Marvel Universe or whatever. We're posting those on that site now. And right now I got a popular fan cast of the Fantastic Four. Where if you see on there, I got John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. I have... Emily Blunt as the Invisible Woman. I got Zach Efron as the Human Torch. I got John Cena as the Thing. And a surprise I have. Hmm. Who did I? Matthew McConaughey as Doctor Doom. So you can check that out. The next one that's going up is a uh, Power Ranger fan cast. Uh, look out for that. Um, more podcasts coming soon. Soon come. Another podcast in the works. Coming yep. at the top of September. Top of September. Look out. And, um, we ain't even going to spoil nothing yet. Yeah, I got a new, uh, of course, check Twitter um, at icmovies93, the blog icmovies.wordpress.com. And, uh, yeah. And, um, uh, who sucks? Uh, Joey King sucks. Welcome to the clan, yeah. Joey. Sorry, but <laughs> it had to happen. And the rate she's going, I feel like she couldn't, she has to do something spectacular. Like, she doesn't show any sort of, like, like her, like her personality is not one that can fight her out of this. Like That's Ansel nice. has charisma, <laughs> that and he had to do. He had to bring in singing. I know Jerry King can't sing, but Ansel got a voice like an angel. She just made probably some of the worst movies of the year. Yeah, she made some bad movies. So Joey King sucks. We're gonna do ladies first. Nina Dobrev sucks. Nina Dobrev, I feel like you got the, you, you got the abilities because I believe Nina Dobrev is on that show. On that, what show? She's on one of them new CBS shows. I really hope. Oh, that's the one with Jaden's girlfriend. Oh yeah. Oh man, she is just on that show. Yeah, I don't care about that show. Uh, all right, uh, Nina Dobrev sucks. Theo James sucks. Taylor Kish sucks. Romney Malco sucks. Chingy sucks. Uh, Alex Rose sucks. Nat Wolf sucks. Jai Courtney sucks. Shout out to King Ansel, the baby driver. See y'all next weekend. This is not even like episode 100 or an episode out of after a long hiatus, but it also is a two hour and 13 minute episode. You about to get Joe Button links. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, I don't like the way I'm Joe, Joe Button podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, all right, well, I guess we end this off with the yeah. Usher. Movie theater person that cleans up and sweeps popcorn. Popcorn. No No kettle.